Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of the Roll Better podcast. Um, welcome to the most unlucky of our episodes so far, it is the illustrious episode 13. Um, I am, as always, Matt Doran and I'm joined by... John Parrish. Daniel Adams. Very good, Jill. Um, it's, I, I was just saying to the guys, it's been it's nice us all hanging out and chatting Guildball again because Barry's job is keeping him away from the club a lot recently. And John's descended into the filth bucket that is 40k. Yep. And it's really, yeah. And AOS. It's really only Dan and I that are down the club playing Guildball or discussing it or anything like that. No, so we just nice. still discuss it. Yeah, we do. We've got chat and group chat. I mean, maybe there was that three day thing that we just did where we talked about Guildball for like three days and stuff. I don't really remember what you're talking about. Okay, fine. I'm pretty sure that's, there's plausible deniability on that. Don't worry, the 40k and the busy guy remember. But. You say it's the 13 or unlucky episode. This yeah. will probably be our best episode ever. Isn't every episode our best episode ever? Until the next one. Okay. Well, For a bit, that it is. But why is this our best episode ever, Matthew? Uh, oh, it, it, yeah, because we have our Perkins interview coming up. <laughs> Correct. So while we were at the uh, the Season 4 playtest day, um, we, we managed to uh, pin down Jamie Perkins for a little bit and uh, chat to him about the faithful... Um, new beginnings, yeah, the faithful new beginnings or whatever they're being called at the moment. The nomenclature is very confusing. Oh, and the mystery guest. Oh, there is a mystery Did guest. There is a mystery guest in there. Mystery guest made the cut. <laughs> there is a mystery guest in the interview as well. Who will be met? Who you'll uh, who you'll hear? So keep an ear out for that. And his uh, fabulous legs, if memory serves. Powerful, just strong cast. But let's let's not go into that. Um, so let's chat briefly about what we've been up to, John. What, what have you been getting up to in terms of uh, hobby? Um, I've played. Couple of games of 40k. I've been building my night haunt without their bases. That's AOS, right? Um, no, that's pretty much it. I've not really actually been playing much. I've just been getting ready to play, commit to AOS. Um, gonna have my first proper game on Thursday. Sweet. Which is not tomorrow. But so the Nathan's next giving day. you a, treat, yeah. uh, a yeah. training day. Nathan's giving me a training day. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. 40k has been interesting. Um, now Nathan's got his tournament for the club set up. He's taking, oh, yeah, he's taking money that. for it. It's just going to be a one-day event. Um, I'm sure we'll get a few more of the club. Should we promote that if anyone's interested in 40k? Nah, we're not a GW podcast, are we? Dan, what have you been up to? We probably should, <laughs> if I remember when the date is. Sometime in August, 40k players come and play us at 40... Well, play me at 40k. If you're interested, rollbearpodcast.gmail.com. If you're interested, you get shot off by three riptides that we fun for you. Woo. <laughs> You have been doing something though, Dan. Have I? You I did some hobby. hobby. Oh yeah, I pushed for some AOS storm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's hobby. It counts. <laughs> I'm the end. Yeah. Oh, and I finally broke my KR case, like for real. Oh stuff. yeah, man, for real. So many times. Is that count as hobby progress? Well, you take for you. To for get you, that's hobby. No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> Sam came in with oh. the like steam forged parcel tape. Like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but, yeah, so that finally bit the dust. Aww. The saga has been me pushing it off tables for like the last three or four months. <laughs> you trying out the back of the cupboards? Shit, and you're just cutting it off tables. The, the pushing it on the under the table at Brighton was fucking hilarious. Oh, as well. where he put it through the pigeonhole. It was like he only posted it. What a postman didn't give a fuck. <laughs> what sweets are you enjoying, Tom? Millions. <laughs> 
suppose on to me and my hobby. Yes. You I haven't had a hobby. chance to paint because I've been busy, but I did. I have been absolutely triggered on the new Infinity Faction, the new Tunguskan Jurisdictional Command. Mm-hmm. So I put a few of those models together and I just can't wait for the rest to come out. It's going to be bonkers. Sweet. So I'll be doing some Infinity soon. So a subdued hobby. I've managed to get my first seven Smiths painted up in my, uh, my nice purple and bronzy copper scheme. I've Did made. You Sorry? Yeah, yeah, I'm di- I know, I know. Shit, yeah, <laughs> I got me talking about a GW system, haven't I? Um, uh, and I've put, I've done a bit of snow on the bases as well. So I've done. You should post some pictures up because I haven't seen them. Yeah, I shall do. Once I've got, I want to get the, the ten done, and then I'll post pictures up of them all. Okay, looking, looking quite cool. Did you say snow? Are you doing snow bases? Snow bases, yeah. What I need to get though, so what I've done is I've done the snow, but I've put the snow so it's not around their feet or near bits of them that are near the ground. So the idea is what I'm going to do there is try and put a little bit of water effect in around there. So it looks like I remember you they, about that, So yeah, it looks like wherever they stand, the snow melts. They're that hot. I'll show you some of the stuff I bought before you go today. Yeah, the water effect stuff, that'd be quite handy. The actually. precision ice and snow kit. Yeah, that sounds okay. expensive though. I've got a little tub of like Gale Force 9 snow <laughs> that I just dug no, them in. It, it was about 30 quid and it came in a little rucksack. Well, that's quite cool. Yeah, you get a little rucksack. Would the rucksack fit me as an actual backpack? Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably look about life size on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would I look like a Japanese schoolgirl? That you yeah, you would. Yeah. For anyone who has seen Barry, he looks exactly like a Japanese schoolgirl at all times, pigtails included. That's not wrong. Um, uh, okay, so the first thing to mention, because we've been talking about it for a few weeks, <laughs> is um, that we're not going to nationals now. <laughs> Two or three of us, we're going to be going to nationals. We'll be like, yeah, we're so excited for it. Everyone should come along and, and say hello to us, and hopefully we get to play people as well afterwards. And now we're not fucking going. Because real life gets in the way. I mean, I was never going. Yeah, but I really care. Because I didn't yeah, have a ticket, and then I was trying to get tickets, and then I was offered a ticket, and then I realised it probably wasn't for the best. Yeah. So, it's not the end of the world. We're all a little... I'm a little bit bummed out about it. Um, but, meh, it is what it is, and enjoy that's everyone who is uh, who is going. But we will be at the 64-man event in Milton Keynes, Maidstone. Maidstone. Maidstone, Maidstone yeah. The jumpers to Barry's just kicked the laptop quite aggressively. It's fine. But, um, but point to know, it's definitely Maidstone, not Milton Keynes. Maidstone. They are very different yeah. in, in, in location. Emma, I think they have services. Um, but that's 64 man down south. Please support it. I think there's 14 tickets left. Yeah, I think it's about 14. So South East Masters on Facebook. Yep. Yeah, fill it up. Come down, play, no, support it's it. not a Masters. It is No, but there's no such thing as a real Masters event, really, at the moment. Anyway, it's just called the South East Masters. It doesn't matter what it's called, guys. It's just a big tournament. It's going to be lots of fun. Get involved. Is it two rounds? Oh, sorry, two days, seven <laughs> rounds. I won't it. For, no, it'll uh, be maximum six. Oh, six rounds for sixty-four. Yeah. I don't know if it's three and three or four and two. I think it's four and two. I hope it's four and two. Four and two is quite good. Fucking killer. It's not that killer. The, that three three rounds in a day is fine. Even if it is the second four day. Four and two is better. Four and two is probably better because then the Sunday you just everyone just goes home early or chillaxes. Yeah. The awkward one is on the Sunday if there isn't sixty four, it could go to you turn up for one round and have to fuck off again. That's true. Yeah, Maybe John. They want yeah, John, you didn't think about that, did you? No, idiot. Go back don't, I don't want to drop a game. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but then. What we have done in the last few weeks is what Barry mentioned uh, earlier is we went up for the um, the Season 4 playtest event. At oh, Season 4 HQ. At the Game 4. So that was all all three of us. All three of us. All three of us. All three of us. That was our first time going up there, wasn't it? Uh, so game, to the Game 4. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I'm I'm looking forward to more. I must say. Yeah, I think nice. I think I would go to the next one, but obviously it's money going up yeah. and up and between here and Manchester a couple more than and more time. Than a month. Yeah, and it's time. Six hours on that Friday to get up there was an absolute kick in the day. Yeah, it did take a uh, it did take a while. But you did fine job driving, Matthew. Thank you very much. Photo evidence on <laughs> the Robert video Bear evidence. Yeah, video evidence on the Robert Earth page. I was thrashing out to some Enter Shikari. Gets me fucking pumped. But we can't really say too much because we're not allowed to say things. You get in there, you sign an NDA, they take your phone. Yeah, get put in a special. No one can check the time because there's no clock there. Yeah, if no one knows, it's like being in an IKEA. It was the most awkward thing ever though because I really thought sometimes during the day I was getting text messages. I did. So I, I was standing there. I thought my leg was vibrating. It's called like textphrenia or something like that. It's got a name. It's for when you get like phantom texts. You don't have your phone in your pocket, but it, but it vibrates. And like, no fucker had a watch. <laughs> What's the time? No, oh, no. And it's 2018. My watch is on my phone. They've got, they got a lovely schedule projected on the wall. Yeah. It's like lunch is at 12:30. Good. But when when's that? 12:30. I always wear a watch, but that weekend it was in the jewellers. So <laughs> we actually had no watch between so, us. Jewellers, hockey him. Is that still a thing? Are jewellers still on? Are they still going? Well, my watch broke and I took it to the jewellers and they fixed it. So, yes. Yeah, so, so, season four, we can't say much. No. We saw some things. We did. We saw some players. We highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Yeah, go to a place that's to win for sure. And the Game Forge itself. Yeah. I, I, mean, I was really impressed. I'm very jealous of the space that is outside of the M25. Because yeah, we like physically we were talking about it. Name somewhere around here that you could find that as a location. You just fucking can't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I don't know, John. Would you say about season four? I don't know. My favourite bits was definitely, <laughs> and then when, <laughs> but especially, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, they're I, all good I points. Agree. Like all solid yeah. points, John. But what? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the only thing I would say is that. And what about half on wheels? Like that's that's a given. Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, fucking <laughs> shit, <laughs> Agassi. <laughs> Cunt. <laughs> Wow, I'm not sure that could stay in. He got animated, like. I mean, ooh, <laughs> don't worry, the game got ruined. Um, <laughs> look at how fucking spiky the screen is now. That is quite. That can come out. That's bonkers. I don't know what that is. That might just go on a soundboard ooh. for Dan. I mean, Dan's had a ginger beer. After, yeah, after Dan's ginger beer rant, I don't really know what to say. He got spicy. I mean, all I was going to say is that I think the things with my favourite players. Well, I spoke to Poke at Perkins and I said that I don't. And he said, well, they don't like it up them. And really, we left it at that. Mm. Well, uh, I, think, I think that's about enough of that. <laughs> well done. So I, it was great. Yeah, it was really, really fun. Yeah. Can't go to the next one because, like we say, if it was closer, man, we'd just go to everything. Why must we? It's such a thing to get all the way up there. Yeah. And the, then, the drive home and the traffic on the way home Monday I was fucking slayed at work it was terrible mm. no I took Matt did, you did really well on no the I took Monday off I was fucked really yeah. but so hopefully we'll be up for new things soon well after we did the S4 playtest though you did the um, the day after you did the Falconers 
I okay. Yes, I wasn't going to, but it seems that it wasn't particularly well promoted. Three people turned up. Three people turned up. And then us were also <laughs> turned in the up. corner. Yeah. We weren't playing in the event, but outnumbered the people playing in the event. Yes. So I said that I would happily play because it was going to be a two-round event. Then. Yeah. So Stepped up like an absolute champion. Uh, and it was it worked out marvellously because I got half price uh, discount for going to the playtest event, mm-hmm. for which I received my uh, limited edition egret. Mm-hmm. Not just limited edition, but you know, rat launch. Launch pack egret. Got a set of uh, Falconer's cards. Oh yeah, all cards. I received a KFC lunch, <laughs> and in, I re- in which I <laughs> which you stole bought a wing. Yeah, no, a, a drumstick, a drumstick. It was a drumstick, actually. and I had two games that were really fun. I, um, I was. Yeah. Antagonistic to be eating birds at a Falcon's launch. Like what you did there. Um, I, it was stuff because one of the chaps who was there, whose name escapes me, forgive me, real nice chap, but he's only played three games of Guild Wars. And right, he just thought, oh, yeah. Go, yeah, come along to the event. And I was like, yeah, damn straight. And he was yeah, a, like, a launch pack event is a good way to do it. Yeah, exactly. But he was saying he wasn't quite sure how it was going to be and if all like, the big boys were going to come. And yeah, it was, I think he had fun. I think he like learned stuff about the game. I didn't actually play it. Rocks, I was going to say, he rocks up, he has to play this prick. Well, he was, was at you, Barry, He was blacksmiths. So, uh, was so it, he was the other blacksmith player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we sort of, I played more. Two blacksmiths and more and a fish. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, not much to say. It was like fun two games. But the Falconer's rules... If I'm honest, they're not that fun. The launch pack rules. The launch pack to, rules. To clarify, to clarify, yes. After the rat catchers. Yeah. The rat catchers was great. Yeah. The rat catchers was fantastic. The it felt like the sewer tokens added something like a, a, an interesting twist to the game that was fun and interesting. Yeah, I don't need them all the time, but it was really fun and interesting. The subs rules, teleporting rules was great. But the Falconer's rules felt a little bit broken. And in the first game, it was fine. And my opponent and I just got on a bit. The second to, uh, game, I can't remember my opponent's name, but he was really not very happy about the fact. So to clarify, the Falcon, for those that don't know, uh, every model can fly. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Every model ignores all terrain and ground and other models' bases. <laughs> if you're charging someone who has the ball, you have plus zero, plus two move. And parting blows do not exist. And if the ball is ever free, it splat scatters at the end of every activation. Correct. Free ball at the end of every activation splat scatters. So, like, your strikers can just razz over everyone from fucking miles away, hit them, and then just fuck them. Welcome to Alloy and Ferrite. So, yeah, I won won both games with free goals just because it was a bit... (laughs) Alloy and Ferrite can do whatever the fuck they want. Pretty much, yeah. It was a bit silly. Jesus Christ. I did one kill just to try and do something different. <laughs> I can just, to, just to try and spice it up. <laughs> well, yeah, but it didn't, it didn't work out. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Like The rat one I loved. Falconer's one I would not recommend. I'm sorry to say it, but I wouldn't. I think Navigator's one, I want to see like the pitch behave like an ocean in some way. So like at the start of every turn, everyone gets pushed two inches one way or the other. Mm. Or like wind gets thrown into it somewhere. Changing like, of the tides. Yeah, just something like that. No, just everyone gets re all the time. That's much simpler. There you go. Everyone can re-roll all the time. I like it. All the things, all the time. Okay, then you'll hit as many successes as I do. <laughs> broken dice. Prove, oh, I must say. So we, Proven we, not to be yeah, broken. So we moan about broken dice. Matthew and I at the playtest event. I can't say what we were what we were doing, but you did miss. I missed two five dice goals <laughs> in like the course of two to three activations. It was quite funny. I don't really know how to, what to say, but anyone that's moaned about his dice, including me, 
witnessed the the term, the changing of. I was having Perkins was watching you as well, and he found it hilarious. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, "This is it. Go for a five dice goal. Kapur. Nothing." <laughs> and I laughed because I'd called it beforehand. I yeah, I can't say what. I can't. I can't say this is it. You're going for this, and it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. It was um, rude. It was me. But yeah, that that was fun. I wish we could talk about it, but we can't. Yes, no, that's that's how NDAs work. Literally not allowed to disclose. Continue, Matthew. We were in agreement. Yeah, we were. We agreed not to disclose. Um, the one thing I wanted to briefly mention is uh, a very foreboding tweet by Sherwin. Right. I don't know how many of you guys have seen this or followed him on tweet. Twitter. You don't tweet. Um, so <laughs> he, t- he tweeted oh, was a f- few days ago, maybe a week ago now. He just, it was something along the lines, I don't remember the exact word, it was something along the lines of, well that went to a very dark place, I wasn't expecting it, looks like someone's not getting back on the bus after the game, lads. Who said that? Twat Sherwin tweeted it. Someone did. So he's writing S4 fluff at the moment, someone in the game, didn't get back on the bus, doesn't get back on the bus, fucking dies, or, yeah, well I can't think of anything else. Petrol confirmed. Yeah, I was going to say. Bus Drivers Guild confirmed. (laughs) That. Someone's dead. I don't, like shocker. Yeah, I think someone's died every season. Yeah, sure. Yeah, more than or more. more. Yeah, or, or more, so, more, more than yeah. one person. At some can we thing. can we do a speculative? Well, you want to pick who out of all of the existing Gilbert players yeah. has been killed? It's pin the tail on the donkey time. Oh, I love pin the tail on the donkey. It's pin the tail on one donkey in a herd of other identical donkeys. Yeah, but one of the donkeys fits in the coffin. <laughs> yeah, all right, do it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Who suggested this? Stop staring at me. Um, everyone's got to have a go. Um, Shed it. Um, I don't know who's already dead. Yeah, you know the Dark Harvest box? Yeah. That. Are they the only ones? Yeah. Okay. Right, let's think oh, about Oh, technically this. one non-player. And Furnace. And technically is... one of them isn't dead now. We already know Furnace is dead, <laughs> so he wouldn't have been on the pitch to die. So it can't be Furnace. One eliminated. Yeah, there we go. One out of the like, 120 players. So if one blacksmith is dead, I'm saying it's not a blacksmith. Okay. That's a bold shout. Yep. So not a blacksmith. I'm going to call it as someone from a team who hasn't had someone die yet. So it's not going to be Mort. It's not going to be Union. It's not going to be Fish. Not going to be Farmers. What? Okay, I'll let you you guess first. I'm thinking out loud though. Please think out loud. Well, I was thinking there's a couple I can think of because I wondered would it be Friday getting killed by her and Gil, but that wouldn't be during a game because she kept Spigot's secret about not drinking. Oh, okay. The other thing I was thinking is does ta- does Esther arrange to have Tapper killed so she can finally take over the guild? Ooh. Little as I want Tapper. Did to it die. say player or? He just says someone's not get back on the bus. Someone why it takes case it takes place during a game. Hopefully, Salt's dead and Compound sits on him. That's my her. suggestion. Did he Salt to her. It. Yeah. It so I'm thinking, I'm just thinking of Brewers because obviously Brewers. But... I'm going to say Salvo's dead. Okay, why? Don't know. Sure? Yeah. Dan? Won't be missed, that's for sure. It, as in, it won't be the player missed or Salvo won't be missed? Salvo won't be missed. Okay. Oh, me? Yeah, uh, pick fuck. one. Um, you did what you didn't think we'd be coming to you no, later I, on in this discussion. <laughs> I thought I'd just put it on the couch, to be honest. Uh, let's go with... 
Midas. Can't be Midas. He was done under the Kickstarter with the guy who paid to no, play. No, he can no. die in the fluff. No, 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 no. Oh, is he protected? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's impressive. Um, mother. Sure. <laughs> there you go. Squash that spider. John. Yeah. I said salt compound's going to sit on it. There you Fair. go. Cool. We're but killing off mascots. That's, that's our that's our punt. There we go. Let's see show Sorry about that tangent, but oh, I liked it. Yeah, there we go. Um, oh. We just wanted to have at this point a brief, a brief public service announcement from the Roll Better podcast. No, 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 you can take part of this. I like people doing it. I like it, but, but <laughs> those aren't tilts. It's about the till of the week, guys. No, but I enjoy getting involved on gubs. Yeah, but you try and create tilts. You try and engineer tilts, and that's not what tilt of the week's about. Till of the week is organic, and you let it happen. Stop trying to stoke the flames. But no, my point is like it's not a tilt. Just so everyone knows, so we we like I like getting tagged like or I love the hashtag TOTW. I don't know. I think Sam Sam may have done that. But I like, Sam or Westy, I think. Yeah, someone did the hashtag TOTW, which I really like. Um, but it's not a tilt unless it's over a hundred posts. We also Gubs argues all the time. There's loads of little tiffs, and everyone has a tantrum every now and then. It's a till, it's a proper Gubs till of the week if it's over 100 comments. And multiple people. We don't just want to call out individual yeah, people. That's it's not, not what this it's is not, If one person has a meltdown and everyone calls them a twat, that's not a till of the week. It's a till of the week if, like, five to <laughs> ten people are all going, this is fucking bullshit. There we go. That's all I want to say on it. Just letting everyone know the criteria for a till of the week. Well, that's your opinion. There also What's your opinion, has not been a till of the week. Oh, if you don't want to take Robert, take me. I enjoy it. <laughs> sure, that's fine. Well, you can go and search out anyone complaining and then fucking piss them off. That's fine. Yeah, I enjoy it. That's what happens. Yeah, that happens anyway. And I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying that's not what till of the week is. No. Um. Yeah. I don't know if it is. Uh, maybe it is the wow of the week, Barry. So consider here the jingle. Wow of the week. Week. It's the Minerva model. That is brilliant. <laughs> was that ring on fire? What I'm not that? sure what the fuck it was. <laughs> that was the uh, new wow of the week. <laughs> was that the new wow of the week? Right. Uh, there you go. I can tell you that actual fuck it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Godzilla is way better than that. New Minerva, alt sculpt, in resin, oddly weird. Is she in resin? In resin. Gen Con, right? release, but it looks like people did a mini tilt, so they put it up early, so everyone, because people were like, I'm going to get it, what's going on? Oh, okay, I didn't see that. So People cried. So we've ordered them. Shock. But weirdly comes with a roleplay base. Yes, so Which she can be used as a roleplay model as well. So are you saying if I rocked up to D&D with that model and she had a round 30mm lipped base, you wouldn't let me use her? No, but... So why do I need another base? That's, I was to, like... I think they know. wanted to include a flat base. Because they want a separate base. I want... I don't get what? it. What? What's she got? She's got a She comes base. with the... Uh, be- beveled? Beveled. Beveled. Beveled the, the standard Gilbert base and then also what looks like that, a... Well, that disc. The... the so the Gilbert like was a round lip. Like a base Beveled would be G-dubs. Oh, right. Is, okay, round lips. Yeah. Beveled is like where it's like flat, but it's like being edged off. Oh, right. it's, it's been... 
when I said Bevel's with the question mark, yeah. I, was, I don't know if this is the right Forgive word. Forgive me. Well, saying, I mean, for, for, we're saying start, you now. said the word Bevel, so that was... Either way, too bad. But either way, it's like, she so she's Wonder Woman. It's Minerva as Wonder Woman. I love that sculpt. I still think she should be in Devana as Wonder Woman. Yeah. Not, I'm pretty sure it's not Wonder Woman. I'm pretty sure it's probably like Monda Woman. Monda oh, Woman. Yeah. <laughs> Other superhero women are available? Yeah, it's... I <laughs> I liked it. Um, yes, I'm sure for copyright reasons it's not Wonder Woman. But it's Wonder Generic Woman. Generic Amazonian warrior lady. <laughs> Fantastic girl. Invisible jet sold separately. Um, but I love it I can't wait to get hold of that one it's, it's honestly making me want to play Falconers which is the first time like I've wanted to I really like it as a model but I won't use it in games because I don't like using that sort of model in my games it breaks it breaks the uh, immersion for me okay that model does not look like a two inch reach support model no I've never seen with no armour yeah what do you mean I, I tagged you I said do you want me to buy you yes <laughs> okay. I bought you one. Oh. Someone said to John, do you want, to, do you want one of these? And John didn't look, he said, yeah. You paid me for it. Oh. <laughs> you actually have. It's, it's like, it's the Magnum all over and only this time it's millions. Oh. Well, I guess I'll find out when I get it then. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really cool mini. When is Gen Con? I've already forgotten. August the 4th and 5th? Why did they put it up so early then? Just because I people think... were complaining that they weren't going to be early. No, I, don't, I don't know. Well, why they showed it so early, I don't know. Maybe they need to get a idea of how many they need to make. Yes, excellent yeah, point. Well, it came out of nowhere, didn't it? So Yeah, I love that. I want more out of, the, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Found it. I remember that. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is John is comments. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, John. What? You know, I, I think it's really cool. I'd like, I would like more out of nowhere stuff. Like planned, plan it. Don't just fucking do it because it's out of nowhere. But some stuff that we didn't know about. Oh, we also had Jedi grayscales, I think, this year. Yeah, yeah, Jedi we did. No one knew about that until like a nowhere. couple of weeks before. I would say. And the security team as well was basically out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah, that was. Yeah, more of that, please. Or we'll continue yeah. the same level of that. Oh, many? I guess it depends how many they they sell. But if they sell them, they'll make them. Well, it looked like it was getting quite a positive reaction, so I imagine quite a few. Well, we bought six, and I know. People came on after that. Bought this. Was like, oh, we want more. Yeah. So, quite a few. Well, if 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 we like, if every gaming club the same size as ours by six, it'll well, be alright. It right. was more like if lots of us liked it, then so many other people will like it, and it will sell loads, and then we can yeah. have more and more. Well, we got six from people who wouldn't normally buy in with stuff. It seemed like because it was. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But I want more Blacksmith models. Uh, you know, I'm, I want more all of the models. Well, the Blacksmith's already got the old bolt. We got all bolt, and we've got all ferrite. Just rookie though, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, fair enough. I, and I just want more, which I have now. Yeah, don't. Fine, go on. I have one. Tell it. Well, after the season four playtest, we were, uh, we met up with uh, with friend of the show, Sam Page. Uh, went out to dinner with him at the Trafford Centre. Yeah, the, we- the, the Trafford, like the weirdest place. Fucking yeah. like weird, strange mini budget Vegas. If you are at Steamforge, like. HQ for like playtest event or a tournament or anything, and are looking for something to do in the evening. The Trafford Centre. Go to the Trafford Centre. There's fucking all sorts going on. Laser Quest, mini yep. golf. Laser Quest, mini golf. There's a cinema. The climb on the Lido deck of the ship that they built <laughs> yeah, inside. A, yeah, yeah, there's a fucking. There's every place to eat under the sun. I would not recommend the buffet we went to. It wasn't that great. Was it was it? shit. Mm. Told you, should we go to the Japanese and Korean place? No, we'll see what we do next time. time. But yeah, so we went and played mini golf. And the agreement was we were playing an 18-hole mini golf course and the 
the discussion was before, and I wasn't privy to this discussion as well. I just got on board. It was, but it was we each the three. So whoever won the round would get a rookie mini bought bought for them by the other three. Yep. Uh, and then, then I started taking it so seriously. Well, yeah. You actually and golf, right? I was gonna say we then reflect occasion. We then reflected on the times that we'd played golf, and I was reminiscing to Eastbourne Pier when I was eleven playing mini putt and shit like that. And then Dan. I think you were roughly the same yeah. that it was mini golf related I think Barry said a driving range had popped up once no no I've never been oh there you I go I said my brother-in-law was a golfer and worked there you go. golf and then Matt told us that he's a handicapped golfer I'm not handicapped I'm not, I'm not, I'm not got a handicap it's like I, <laughs> what holds me back is my pitching because my pitching is shit see is that even that is a thing yeah what does that mean see he's a golfer yeah, yeah. do you you, you drive drive, drive for show putt for dough is the, is the thing and I putt I putt well and I drive well. But he's got fucking lingo. He's got lingo. He's got dive lingo. You're saying you putt well and mini golf is entirely putting. No, yeah. he says he drives well and he putts badly. Yeah. No, so, so I drive well and I putt well, but I can't. And pick. I still maintain that John was hopped up on ice cream and fizz and got the scores <laughs> wrong. So <laughs> at the next. He's, he's convinced you kept the score. I didn't have any ice cream. I, I, did, I, did, I, did. <laughs> I had a lot of ice cream. At the next Roll Better Mini Golf Invitational, <laughs> I will be keeping the score. Well, no, next time we get to go on the upstairs. Oh, yeah. yeah. The other course. Yeah. There are two 18-hole I think we, we embarked on the Tahiti Paradise or yep. some... That's the one. Tiki Hut Paradise or yep. something. It was good. Yeah, I loved it. Really <laughs> good. Was it, was <laughs> it, it, was it, was it you who hit it so hard you nearly hit Barry? You had to leap out of the way. But I, but I sensed it Ninja. before it came. Ninja. 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 I would just like to highlight my two hole-in-ones and I still managed to lose. I've got one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you did, yeah. And holding, I was, holding one I think I was about four or five shots clear of you, Baz. We point, can't be sure because the scores were well, wrong. Well, you counted it up again and the scores were wrong, but the difference was still there, so... Yeah, but we can't be sure because okay. the scores were wrong. Well, the point is I have a rookie fair right now. Thanks, guys. Yeah, elite. And a golf handicap. <laughs> but it was really good, so you should go to the Trafford Centre. Yeah, can recommend. Um, the So, what another thing I wanted to touch on was the Smiths fluff that's coming out, the background that we're getting yeah. every Wednesday. So Wednesday we've had day. so Wednesday is fluff day. Wednesday is such a good day. It's fluff day, and then we get to play game. I get to play games. Or we get to play games. I get to go to the go to the games. That's fun. Uh, what have we had so far? We have had Amphill and Sledge, Burnishing Cast, Furnace and Cinder, and um, Ferrite, Ferrite, Ferrite and Iron. And I'm loving them a lot. I'm really enjoying. It's it's made me. I already have decided to play Smiths for a bit going forward. This has cemented that decision oh, good. and got me more hyped for them. It's also, much to Dan's chagrin, made me want to play Anvil so much. I love Anvil. Like, you just... It, it, it's, one of my favourite players already is Tapper, and Anvil Slough is Tapper saying what a cool dude he is and how they get drunk together. Now I want to play Anvil even more. I think it was um, Alex posted up on the Firm podcast talking about how much they hate blacksmiths. So they bought the blacksmiths Training just teams. to train up against them. And people were talking about teams, and it just seems that Anvil and Sledge do not make it into people's They don't camps. factor in a lot of the time. But, and I highlighted to him, just to annoy him, that the game that he he says he tilted at when we were playing, I had Anvil and Sledge. Yeah. And it was like the auto-tackle off Angel in cover. I do hope we can play them like, as Steam Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, sure. we just play Blacksmith games. <laughs> it was, Sorry, boy. Just it was quite funny when you talk, talk about Blacksmith games and people buying into the Blacksmiths. Perkins actually commented on us playing games over the weekend, because obviously we were at the test day with... Trying all different teams out, everything was all going up in the air. And then when we on the Sunday were playing, and he came up and looked at you and me playing, we were playing completely different teams. And he was like, "Do you guys just play anything?" And we're like, 
Pretty much. Well, that's, yeah, pretty much. Pick I was a, playing, pick a, you were playing Hunters, hunters against, against your blacksmith, yeah. which is like teams we barely really touch yeah, on. Was, I, I thought that was funny. Just whatever we wanted to play at the time. Like, I'm going to go play blacksmiths, I'm going to play falconers when they drop, just because they look fun. I might not be very good with them, but they look cool. I, I was talking to the, the fellow at the falconers about the blacksmiths, and he um, like I said he's had three games with them, and he said he'd reasonably liked them because they were simple and didn't have too many tricks which to and me I, makes no sense and I was like mate so I actually at the end of the event I sat him down I was like mate there's just I've got to show a couple of things because that's things and he, he was to do with teamwork actions and I like, look at using halves or war and stuff and he said oh, I've got to be honest with you I haven't used team teamwork actions yet that was because yeah he was brand and new I was like, oh damn he's like you've got to get doing this like so. the blacksmiths are the team that have a load of interactions and a yeah. load of weird tricks you can pull yeah uh, obviously there were quite a few teams but they have a lot of a lot of tricky shit. I felt bad for the so the guy I played second who was a Hunters player who said he worked for Steve Walsh like before but I can't remember his name. Yeah, back in the day. So I felt bad so Ferrite goes up hits him just hits Hearn who's tap five disarms him walks into cover he goes right so he comes up to walk up to me he goes right I'm going to hit you he's like I'm running oh like three dice <laughs> so, so two dice two. Oh, yeah and you're armor two yeah and he's like Cool. Oh, and he took ages on the clock to decide what to do. Like, hey, just don't worry about it. Just walk away. Just like, you and me. Yeah, exactly. Which is what he did. So don't just don't think about it. You'll take it up too much time. But um, the fluff. Well, I was just going to sort of mention a couple of cool things which come out oh, of it. Yeah, so yeah. one one thing I, I well, Dan actually discussed discussed that the Avril sledge fluff. He didn't like the sledge fluff in the sense that. You said... The Sledge Fluff makes him sound like the biggest boy ever. It makes him sound huge, yeah. Yeah, and he's just, like, not. And then you've got, like, Lion, who very much is. Yeah, because in, in the Fluff, he, like, they're like, the guy's sheer size. Just blah, 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 blah. Mm. And Iron, sorry, Sledge's model isn't that big. Yeah. He doesn't look like a big dude. Whereas Iron is huge. Can we maybe have an alt Sledge Hulk model? Can we get, like, yeah. I want, like... When they're describing Sledge, I was imagining, like, Harry size. Like, infamy Harry size. Well, like, because when Harry first came out, he was meant to be, like, the largest guy on a 13-year-old base. Yeah. yeah. Like, how Bonesaw was the smallest guy on a 50. Yeah. Harry was, like, the biggest guy on a 30. He's just a tall, yeah. big dench man. Um, but what else, what else do I really like? Oh, I think, I'm, I don't know if I mentioned this, I think I said it to Perkins on the day, because he revealed that this, that was his idea, the, the, um, oh, yeah, the uh, name for Iron's tryhard. He said that that naming was him. So it turns out that Iron is a Raidlander who plays Rugger, which is obviously rugby. So the reason he gets close control is what's mentioned in the fluff. Is he doesn't kick the ball, he just picks it up and runs with it. I really like that. That's his close control. And it's called Try Hard because he scores a try. It was a pun the whole time and nobody knew until a few weeks ago. I like that. Jamie just slid that one under the fence and played the long game with it. I really approve like of that. It's so well, so well executed. Mm. I must say, it's, it's weird. Like for someone like me who does like fluff and background and things, it is because we had to wait a long time for this box. You know, yeah. we've been playing them since like November or December, or whatever the fuck it was. And it, I really does add to my enjoyment of the game it shouldn't and it's a bit silly no it sh- but it should but like because if you're invested and immersed in a universe exactly. and, you're, and you're invested and engaged with the players and the models you're using for most for certain at least a certain kind of people not John the emotionless bastard okay. but for us it, it yeah. absolutely engages me with the team so when I played the other weekend and they're down on the table after you read the fluff 
that's that's in my head. Like the relate, like Anvil and Sledge, the relationship was the thing, and da, 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 you know, and it was interesting. And like Iron wears the mask because he's big and ugly. He's and actually he's got a chip on his shoulder. Horrific. Yeah. He's like the fourth son of a duke who just is ugly as shit. But but I like that joke. To obviously a lot of rugby like rugby players or people who play rugby at like private schools and stuff are like really distantly related to some sort of noble bloodline as well. That's a kind of a joke on that. Mm. It's it's really, really good. I, enjoy, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad we're getting this. And I'm, yeah. I'm looking, I just want the season four book in my so, hands so we can start yeah. reading more. Furness, obviously, we've alluded to the fact that he, he presu- at some point, we don't know how or why or what, he is killed. Well, we know he's killed for a sword for his chest. Gets killed with a sword and I've called chest. it as half. But Yeah, or maybe, yeah, yeah. Um, but at Cinder's graduation, where she's yeah. becoming, or not graduation, her... Uh, ceremony to become a master. Yeah. Because in his fluff, it's really cool. He explains why he uses molten swords. So he used to make swords and weapons for for the military and stuff during the century wars. And he he has this. He's a Salthesian as well. He's invested in. The, he he's a follower of the August Lord. He um, he used to sort of really approve the whole um, honor, like all, all the, the honorable soldier and stuff like that. He used to. Used to really like making swords for them. People with what he just deemed as like really tall. His art, yeah, very chivalrous and stuff like that. And he says he's never, he's never gonna make another sword. He's never gonna complete another sword. He's gonna use these molten blades to exact his cool. wrath and take. And like the only, only theatre of combat left is Guild Ball. So he's gonna, he's gonna go in there. Well, play show, uh, show and I. Yeah, I really fucking like that. I do. This, this John's looking at us emotionless. I was just trying to remember if we had any fluff talk. I remember. We'll come to that later. That's in our interview. We have, uh, no, it's not really. Oh, was it briefly mentioned in the interview? 100%. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there you go. I remembered something. Cast, well, who you, you used a couple of times, Cast is Burnish's adopted daughter. So, oh, Burnish, oh. during the Century Wars, served with a young guy who was considering apprenticing. The guy and him like defended some position, just the two of them, a fort, yeah, and then the guy was killed, ultimately. And the and Cast's mum died in childbirth, so he decided to adopt her, and she's basically his his apprentice. And he's also old. We learn he's yeah. pretty. He's pretty old. He's old know, yeah, he don't know exactly how old, but he 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 describes himself as being a pretty old dude. Wait, you mean Anvil? No, no, no Burnish is an old guy. No, no, no. I thought he said he's older than Burnish. And we're no, talking, an old man, Burnish. Oh, forgive me. Yeah, I thought he said yeah. Burnish can't be older than Burnish. Oh. What's happening? Uh, also, reality Burnish can't be. Oh yeah, yeah. also timeline. Second shot. timeline. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. It's, oh, that's the, the new fifty-two. I the think that's 52 the timeline where Biff gets the almanac. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Okay. Is Biff the guy with the key? Magic key. What the fuck are you on about? No, he was. No. He was doing um, uh, Back to the Future. Oh. The one and only. There are definitely. I'm sure there's some like. Or Biff, Chip, and Kipper. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fucking know. I was so confused because all I knew was the child books of Biff, Chip, and Kipper as well, <laughs> and I was like. What the fuck are you talking about? Point of order. What the fuck? They're talking when you're about a really young kid, Kipper. you get at school, you get a series of books called Biff, Chip and Kipper. I'm fairly sure they have a magic key. Do they? I cannot remember those books. After my time, I'm afraid. We had Peter and Jane. Well, that's why I was even more confused. I didn't know what the fuck anyone was on about and how we got into Biff, Chip and Kipper. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's talking about Grey's Almanac. Sure. Yeah, what? Anyway, these two, man. I know, like these two, Jesus Christ. Anyway, I've been really enjoying this, the fluff. I'm wondering which one's next. So we've got Faris and Bolt and Hearth and Alloy. Yeah. 
I think Hearth and Ally will be last because I think they're the most interesting. That's what Dan says, and we'll both be wrong. I don't think you said it's because interesting. I think it's because there's the most sort of potential for yes evil, which I think is interesting. Yeah, it's fair enough. because Hearth is the one that we don't know is she a, is she being sort of jailed by or kept by the the guild? Yeah, is she yeah. being? I love she's that. definitely under watch. By the Ninja Turtle. Oh, that's another thing. Hint to what the minor guild for the blacksmiths might be. So Ferrite was in the Lawkeeper's Guild, the Watch. And it's implied that if she had found out about Guildball before joining the blacksmiths, she might be playing for their team. Because Faris worked for them as a blacksmith, noticed Ferrite's talent Mm. and then brought her into the fold. Faris, who was taught by Anvil. And links to why the horse is called Justice. Yes, because she was... Judgment. Uh, it's called Judgment, Judgment. That's what you mean. J-word still the same thing to do with <laughs> John speaks in the fluff <laughs> boom and that's why the horse is called Junipers uh, Jumpers 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 of a guild post Jumpers, jumpers of a guild post <laughs> forgive me Judgment which locks into the watch so I'll be yeah. s- is that oh, a hint I think so I think I'll be surprised <laughs> now <laughs> If their minor guild is in the but I wonder if because it's in there, it won't be there. Well, the implication was that they hadn't even thought about the minor guild for them yet. Maybe not. But just, but as I we, would like as a watch would be cool. But as we will find out later in our Mister Perkins interview, the stories and background can very much influence the game. Absolutely. So if they're stating it now, they could be working towards that in the future, which I would like. I agree. Right up my strata. Um, okay, that's all I wanted to discuss so far. Do we want to get into the meat of this episode now? Yes, yeah, so the, the hot, spicy sausage that oh, is one the, the faithful new beginnings. At time of recording, all five, except Vet Cinder, have been officially released on the blog. Vet Cinder coming out in like a couple of days. Yeah. So. We're going to now give a hot. I think we're going to do hot takes because obviously we've only seen them played in uh, some of them in like one or two games. I played one game with Vetcher's Connor, one game with Vetcher Chisel. I um, played I one t- game with Vet Chisel and a game against Fangtooth and um, Vet Fangtooth and Seagot. Uh, I've had two oh, games goodness. with Vet Cinder and one game with Spigot and with Fangtooth. That's it. Cool. So shall we start with the first one released, Sakana? Yeah, that was Vet Sakana, who I still think is super cool. Now we we've discussed him previously, haven't we? So, but I th- we can always just do a quick refresh. We didn't really discuss him much. Cause no, we were sort of waiting for them all to be out, really. Yeah. yeah. And the, part of the problem with discussing them is ultimately that we don't have season four, and these yeah. are designed with season four in mind. Correct. But we can talk. Oh, we're doing our hot takes. That's the whole point. Yep. Mm-hmm. They are still legal for the next like three months or whatever yeah. it is. They are mm-hmm. going to be at some big tournaments. There's going to be some issues. Let's chat some shit. Yeah. Uh, well, my first hot take is I really like this Sakana, but I think I like O Sakana more. And I think I'll be taking O Sakana. That is my hot take. When you don't play fish. When I play fish, I'll okay. be taking O Sakana. I, I played some fish. Yeah, I, I personally prefer Vetskana a lot more, but that's because I just love the the appearance and the, the the theme of him more, which helps a lot. And I think they both do a similar role in in a slightly different way, as we've mentioned before. So it's kind of 
which one do you prefer? Um, yeah, I think I think both captains really like him though, so I think I think he, either is a very valid choice in either one. Um, yeah, I mean when you used him against me, I was playing I was playing um, Brewers, and it's a nightmare trying to keep the ball off him. Absolute nightmare, especially when there's lots of Death Three models running around that you can just go poke and steal the ball off someone four inches away. I mean, any two inch model with a tackle on one is good. Not to mention anatomical. Yeah, he's Correct. arguably the best tackle in pitch. So, and the fancy footwork being momentous on three. Yeah. It's, that's just so good. Yeah, he needs a little spike or a crowd out to hit that. Yeah. Close control models would fear him for fancy footwork. But then, if they're a close control model, generally they're quite high defence, might be death dancing. Are you going to be getting three sixes on nine dice? Matt. Matt but isn't fancy yeah. footwork where you charge the person that has all the yeah. ball? Yes, you do. That's the idea. Oh, of course. Because you go, you go, force, forgive hit me. their mate there, and their mate four inches That's away right. loses the ball. That's yeah, right. I think in our game it was um, Bet Decimate had the ball. I don't want to take the counter attack from Bet Decimate, so I went and bought Spigot on the face. Yeah. And then took the ball like that. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, I mean. And like, just being able to use, like, things like raise the black flag, the, the fisherman team's got a lot of speed already. Dialing that up and reducing your opponent's stats going to be a nightmare. Shark moving, what? 9-11. Cray cray. So good. No, he he is good. I mean, it's well as we'll talk about later, we're not going to talk now about choices and stuff. He mm. it is I think I didn't really get the choice. When I first saw them, I was like, I don't really understand, but I'm coming around to thinking I understand where I would take him where I would take that. It's interesting. I like it. John, your thoughts? I dislike playing against both of them. <laughs> fair that's good I mean fair. a two inch melee with an anatomical precision and a tackle on one is fucking spice like it, mm. it's good fact the fact that you've basically got the removal of close control on three as well which is ranged I really like you can see the direction they're going he's got to be one of the few fish who doesn't have momentous dodge on one though right strong model is he doesn't need it strong no. model is strong do you know what I mean but if you want the momentous dodge on one you take Osaka yeah if that's what you want yeah strong 3-8 kick. I'm loving 3-8 kicks for little sna- uh, cheeky snappings. I think Bag of Coffers is very powerful as well. I really enjoy that. Yeah, when I played against Matt, a lot of the times I was putting two on Sakana, so he walks over, tackles someone, and then passes it to someone and then bags of coffers the person he passes it to. Yeah. Yeah, that did work nicely. That's the other thing you can do is we put two on him and people, like, a counter-attack goes wrong, or something goes wrong, he can bang off himself another one to still get the ball away, or that sort of thing. Mm. Or if he has to do an extra attack to get the ball, then he still can bang off himself to kick it away. It's You could do quite a lot with it as well. Yeah, I, I think... I really do, because I keep saying I want to play some fish, but I think I want to play Order more. <laughs> but I think, I mean, he's... Well, we'll come on to why shortly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is good, isn't he? So I think he'll be a fun player to use. Yeah, absolutely. That's what, that's the good, that's the really good thing. He'll be a lot of fun. Freaking the two. Next one. This one's for Dan to handle, maybe, because it's Vet Chisel. Yeah, I think I spoke a lot about it in the interview that you were to hear. Yeah. But um, it's not one, because I, <coughs> I feel like I need to put more table time with her in, because there are players who are better than me that think she's insane. And for me, I don't know if it's just the way I play Masons, but my like six is quite entrenched, and I have problems moving out of it. That's I think, from what I understand, it's because I much prefer Honor Over Hammer, uh-huh. and I really enjoy Harmony. Yeah. And for me, like... And you take Decimate. 
I, I think Decimate is an auto-include, I think Brick is an auto-include, I think Flint is an auto-include, and Harm is almost an auto-include for me. So that's your six? Yeah, basically. Because there, then where does she fit? Yeah. She wouldn't. The models that she could flex out, she flexes out Brick in the matchups where you don't take Brick, like Alchemists and Engineers, or the template-based ones anyway. Okay. So that could work. Uh, and yeah, I have played with her, so like, she physically does do stuff on the table, and she does stuff that you could normally. Um, but then... If she flex out Decimate, you lose like your other good output model. And I don't think she can flex out Flint. So I think the model she really wants to flex out is Harmony, and I just don't want to give up that because I find Link too fun. Yeah, um, fair. So in my, with my limited yep. knowledge, the way I'm looking at her, say you're up against farmers, you're not going to try and outfight them, you want to try and outfootball them. Does she come in there where you don't want Decimate? So you're just like attack a momentous tackle on them. On one for two. Decimate's got mon tackle double dodge. I was going to say, I remember and it's faster. And, and your play gets farther, so you get the results you want. True, true. I think she's quite good in Hammer, but I don't enjoy playing Hammer, really. I think she's funny in Hammer. If I was like, teaching, like I said in the, in the interview, If you want to get Hammer up to plus three damage, then Whoa. sure, but you don't need that unless you want like one round Grange or Fuck something. Fire, yeah. Mm, I, I mean, I'd be more worried when someone puts her down across the table from me when they put, um, if they didn't put Brick down, for example, coming across from a Ballista player. Yeah, but I'm saying that Ballista's one of the few matches where you do flex Brick. Yeah, no, no, but, but yeah. What, what I'm saying is that, like, for me, I dislike the card because I dislike playing against it. Sure. I, think it I think it's a strong card. Oh, I think it's I love her playbook. I think the Mason's roster itself has some problems, and that's where I see the problems more than the model itself. I think the model's great. But the roster selection and the six selection for Masons is is tough right now. Yeah, that's that's fair. I think it sounds like from talk well from from the way you talk to it at least, and you're the when you Mason player, I've, I've conversed with at any length. Um, yeah, it sounds like she she just doesn't fit anywhere in, in, in an unflexible. There is some interesting nonsense you can do. Yeah, I was going to say with honor, but uh, we did discuss this again. Oh, right? I know what you're I was doing. trying to. I can't remember who I was trying to do it against. Was it, no, it was against Sam at the weekend. Yeah. Well, I was trying to get it so that I could... I misallocated slightly, so I only five-stacked honour on the six-stacked. But you can essentially go twice and end with a nearly fully-stacked honour. Yeah. Where you can probably delete a player and then return to double counter charge. I don't think it's good, but it is fun. <laughs> Talk us through. So, uh, you... You you assume you have the ball. I had the ball on print with Chris control at the back. You have your double counter charge because you're amazing, and Masons are amazing. Yeah. Uh, you can then, you put six on honor and four on someone else. Yeah. Uh, and then you have like one on tower. Tower tools up honor. Uh, honor superior tracks herself. Mm -hmm. And so then she's left with two. Yeah, and so you go last. And then you put that four back on. Uh, on the first superior track, you can walk into someone, sorry, and then you delete them and then walk away. And you can just do that every turn. Zigzag back and forth. And I think you can get second wind in there as well. If you yeah, I was thinking you can always yeah. throw second wind in as well to make give her an extra jog away. Yeah. It can just be quite funny. It doesn't necessarily, we don't know how necessarily how effective it is. No. It's just funny. I, uh, it didn't really work because Sam like, committed lots of people to my counter charge bubble and then on just, I think it's one rounded vet fang tooth. 
Oh, uh, someone else popped up mass, but it was wraps with assist. Still, lots of I damage. Mean, I, I like the adaptive strategy for the for, for being able to hide what you're doing until later on in a turn. Yeah. Where you, yeah. Have, you have four on someone, and you have none on someone, so they think it's going to be a duff activation. Full on flint, when you, so you make them think you're going for the goal, and they set up for the snapback, and like, ha ha, no, they You didn't. redirect it onto someone else, and suddenly you're doing damage. Yeah. It is nice as well, because Masons are quite easily like controlled by blind, shut out, tucked. The one dice plays that fuck everything up go yeah. pinned. Well, especially, so especially now it's you. quite hard to do that to Masons because you're like, I'm going to pin hammer, I'm going to goad hammer, and you're like, cool. Hammer's influences on mallet. It's not what I wanted, but we're well, using we can it. use it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, and and you, you like using decimators, the, being yeah. able to pick up influence and put it on decimate. So you can yeah. have decimate sat with zero. Yeah, I can only assume that all of this odd templating is to do with season four because there's been a couple of things that are not guild that I think should, should be, be guild yeah I've noticed that as well like you can get assisting decimate wrapping on things is quite nice <laughs> it's spicy the charge that hits the thousand cuts and then later on Ooh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. that's a fair point but yeah and I like it because I like chisel so I want to play yeah, it yeah I like it's chisel. nice and I like I like this version of her that's... her playbook is insane this I yeah it's a nice playbook I think it's such a good playbook. I mean, I obviously, when I played Masons, I was doing football Masons and weirdness, and that, she'd be in there for that for me, massively. I just love a two-inch model with a mom tackle. Yeah, cool. There we go. Uh, who came out next? It was Seagut. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Oh, this dude. He's so good. He's fucking great, and he's we're gonna have the best squad in the game. I think we're gonna have some issues until season four drops, and we sh- yeah, I think we, we we know basically that once season four drops, I believe once season four the drops, union and order split. Union order split, and I think farmers also use their union slots because their union slots are no longer union models. Yes, I believe that's been confirmed. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I'm not playing in many <laughs> tournaments between now and season four. And I'm really around. glad, yeah, but like fucking hell, Rage with this dude can pull some shenanigans. I just like the, like, Spigot charges you, you're fucked. <laughs> if you've got the ball, you're losing the ball. If he hits the one up on you, he knocks you down. And then he's better when you're knocked down, and you're just in a bad, bad way. So the good no, but no, no. The passing the ball shenanigans is just one. Like that's on another level yeah. of silly. But I'll let you explain that because that was fucking silly. But, but my mindset is like, if you're like, haha, I'm going to try and hide the balls because I'm cool. I've charged you. You death yeah. stance. Cute. Watch this. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. But you are right. The kicking shenanigans. Please explain, Dan, what you did to me in that game. Uh, or games, because we fit two in. Yeah, we did play two. Um, in no time at all. It just moves models around that really shouldn't move for free. <laughs> Anything you want can be as mobile as you want it, as long as you have the ball. And then the ball is safe. Because... Because it's not where you it was a minute ago. <laughs> yeah. Again, I think I mentioned this in the Perkins interview, but... I spirit can move like one model eight inches and keep the ball. He can he uh, he can move one model twelve inches, uh, but doesn't get to keep the ball. He can move like two models four inches. Like the amount of options you have when you have spigot with the ball, yeah, is ridiculous. So it's like spigot with the ball plus Harry, yeah, plus Harry plus Fangtooth. Yeah, 
it's like no other movement mechanism I think in Guildhall. I don't think anything's as efficient as that is. Not as efficient, no way. I mean... And he scores on two influence, which is insane. Two influence from his line. Yeah. When are mm. these guys officially released, the, like the order? They are due out the Friday before Nats. No, that's the faithful. He also had the order. I'm talking about the order specifically when they become a minor guild in their season own right. Season four. Oh, it will be season four. Right. Forgive me. Because as much as I love my blacksmiths, don't get me wrong, I'm afraid, I think, for season four, certainly the beginning of season four, I'm on order. Because I just think they're right up my street. So between him and just, just cruising over to Vet Fangtooth, the movement shenanigans you can pull with a vet rage team, like you said, yeah. re- relocating people who just weren't where aren't now where you were expecting them to be. You can get vet rage into some. You can get you can have him looking like he's out from that for that yeah. turn, and suddenly he's up in your grill. In season one and two, the first thing you did was have to measure like four, fourteen slash twelve in, uh, inches from gutter, depending on what season you're in. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't have to do that again because. If they receive the ball, you cannot ever put a model within 12 inches of both Rage and Gutter. Or Rage or Gutter. Because you're, you're, you're getting... You'll slingshot one of them into it, and that one will push the other one into the other threat, and then they'll get to unload eight influence of like actual damage into you. I, I don't... And I'm the ball is safe on a 32 model yeah. on their touchline. I'm slightly <laughs> concerned about being that guy, but... I do kind of feel like as soon as these two dropped, the order union split should have happened. I agree with that. I think when these two are released as the faith in the faithful New Beginnings box, that's when Order Union split happens. Why is that not? Because Vet Rage having access to these two <laughs> models does stuff he should not be able to do. I've got two words for you. And I'm only talking about Vet Rage. Vet and Decimate. <laughs> I'm sure they do good stuff in Black uh, okay. Black as well. Vet and Decimate is one model being able to do very good stuff. These two they are must two do. very good models enabling one of the killiest models in the game to become more killy. Or, sorry, more effective at killing and surprise killing. I think these two do a lot more for Vet Rage. Vet Decimate did for the Brewers? Yeah. Yeah. I disagree. Okay. I think these probably elevate, like, union between, like, maybe, like, three spots around the top tier. Whereas, like, they shunted Brewers, like, fucking miles up the tier list. But, so, in terms of hot takes of this guy... Good. He's very good. We like him a lot. He mm-hmm. kills, he footballs. The only thing he doesn't do is disengage well or move particularly quickly. Well, yes. Yeah, you tie, too, you tie him up. You tie him up and he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, he but, does go down quite quickly because he's a 3-2 but only 14 boxes. In, in, as we, you, you and I have discussed, in game terms, the nonsense you can pull off with him, I think is just going to be... Fun. Forget tactics and forget, you know... In order, I've seen it, it's just fun yes. and cool. And I'm, I'm just not looking forward to seeing Vet Rage do it. He feels sure. like Bushel done properly. Oh, it was mm. fun to watch getting, like, to spectate getting beaten with it. Sure. It was, it, that was, uh, and then I'm going to, and then this is dodging, and I've got momentum, by the way, and by the way, I've scored. You're like, fine. Can I have a go? I'm, I'm just going to, and it's like, I'm going to pass the ball. Dodge four. Well, that seems very average. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there we go. That's my I, turn. I just, I just can't wait. I cannot wait to play some order. I mean, thank God Vet Fangtooth can't be, can't be um, Red Fury as well. And combining with like all, all the other stuff we can do. You need bloody coins though. 
He can be bloody what, coined, yeah. What I like, one of the things bloody like, coined with plus two tech. What I like about Fangty, for me, he's got the the Boba Fett syndrome, where it's like Boba Fett's everyone's most like. If you look at Star Wars fans, and you ask who's your favorite character, everyone loves. The majority say Boba Fett. You never see his face. You don't know what's going on with him. Barely hear him talk. Yeah. He's got like three lines. And it's that mystery. And Fangtooth has that allure. You know, you don't you don't know what's going on beneath the mask. He's he's such a cool character for not a lot, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I loved his season three fluff. It was so good. Oh, yeah, that weird like story of him through the... It's like a story slash poem thing. Yeah, like, like his, his Odyssey. Yeah, Fangtooth Odyssey. It's really cool. He's the Boba Fett of Gilboa, in my opinion. I like that he's been scrubbed given yes. armour and a metal tree and now he's fucking gnarly. But thank you, there's a lot of things. He's now a alternative to Hemlock if you want some anti-conditions, which is yep, nice. that's true. He kills things. He kills things. He kills things, good. I think if you put bloody coin on him and wrap to one success, he, you do 10, ten damage. momentously. Yep. On six successes. Switch. Is that double momentum in terms of... No, no, no the two's not He's got mom six on five and non-mom two on one. Okay. So if you're able to get him some crowd outs and bloody coin him... Get him into the right one. Get him into the right one. He can do one hit. You might get a momentous ten. <laughs> <laughs> Blacksmith's eat your heart hmm. And he's got the pot belly pass, which does turn on like a lot of the spigot shenanigans. It's going to be... Yeah. Silly. If you want the most movement, but then your ball is not protected, then you want to pop any pass on them. Yeah. I also really like it, yeah. I, I really like that. And that's going to be... I don't know if it's good, but I find it really entertaining that you can hit on my mark on a counter-attack with a black yeah. mark and then pop Betty Pass off and on my mark yeah. and then move the ball like I, 14 yeah. inches on someone else's turn. I think, black, I don't, I think um, Blackheart is being sort of left out of these discussions wrongly. I think I've just not played him. I don't understand how he works. I just don't see him enough at all. Right. I do think... I, a, I love Blackheart because he's a cool one. He's a pirate. Yeah. I do think he can work well with both. The manoeuvrability of these three is going to be. He's the Union captain I played that I really liked when yeah. I was playing Union. I thought he was insane. Add this to the mix, and you're like, she's a racing off. Yeah, but I I can't wait. Thank I you, Stugo. Love the mini as well. Trisket. Have we, we seen the render? No, we yeah, saw, yeah, we have seen the render, but we also saw Ed had painted up for um, uh, his game on stream, so he showed it ahead of time. Ed who? Ball. I'm off. Cannot wait. I I can't decide. I think it's cool that you're actually gonna pick them up and make them your. your yeah, definitely. I just I just think that because I like the football, Jane. Yeah. These guys feel that that is their. Are you gonna, so you're gonna pick them up when they become the order in S four. Correct. So Smiths until then. So Smiths yes. until Scuck. Or yes. Scars at least. Yes. And then I will be on order. I got rehyped for Scuck the other day, and I can't remember what made me remember like about stuff that was going on at Steam but I had a quick look again and I looked at the pictures of that cantina themed bar the Star Wars cantina themed oh, bar right. it's so cool and I'm, I'm now even more excited for it just, Is there just, a, I just got rehyped to clarify there's a, a Star Wars cantina bar at the place yes I told you about this when we when do we you mean it's got booths or do you mean it's no I mean it's themed to look like it, like, like, a, like a cantina bar I definitely told you about this and we discussed it it was like, definitely on the blog post yeah a probably didn't read the blog because I'm ago, an idiot. Yeah. B I don't remember us talking about it. C because I, I wanted to do scenes. Like we have a few. Maybe days. I just thought you were talking jibber jabber. Maybe you just don't listen to me sometimes. That's I think that's jibber jabber. jabber. <laughs> Joke jibber jabber. You're all bastards. Oh, and I hate God, you. I love Mr. T. The jewelry man. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? I mean, that's not, that's not Mr. T. No, I know it's not. 
Oh, it's more millions. He's on the millions. These millions are absolutely messing with his face. He's absolutely on one. So anyway, I got my cherry cola bottle next to your flat. Yeah, I'm legitimate. This is so I know. Oh, I think I'll try these. I think I might try you'd this. Say you'll try everything. I mean, you, you do too. Let's not. Let's not. Yeah, but I have actually tried some of it. Let's not throw stones. We go through it. I've played some hunters. I have played some rat catchers and stuff. After saying I would. So I might only drop one game. <laughs> No, the rat cats don't have three. And then was like, oh, I'm sorry. Don't like these. Got rid of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to be on order. Sweet. Uh, next is, I think, very interesting. This is very interesting. She, rather. And we shan't say too much because of the whole leaving it for the interview. The Perkins interview. The mini, the render, or oh, for Vet Calculus, sorry to clarify who we're talking about because we're all looking at pictures. Oh, yeah, sorry. By the way, auditory medium. Yeah, what? the the, re- the render for vet calculus is really nice. Yeah, really is. cool. That sort of two fingers out front, sort of aiming. The long bomb. The yeah, sticky bomb. Not yeah. looking forward to being spilled. Sticky bombed. Two fingers out front. I always thought it was like, like a cricket bowler. Yeah. Mm. That's exactly what I was thinking. That's what right. I I thought you were pointing at saying. I was like, I thought it was like a cricket bowler. No, no, no I was doing like, like it's, yeah. it's aiming. So. She's yeah, I don't, I don't want to say too much about. It. I want to leave it to to. To the interview, because I'm just all I'm hoping is that we see a bit of a resurgence of Midas coming out. Like if she gets played at like Nats or the Jumpers sixty four, yeah. Or there's the Hemel Hempstead event. There's a few others. I'd like to see the occasional Midas game with her. Well, we have some like exclusive Alk content in our interview with Mister Perkins, mm-hmm. don't we? Yeah. So we'll, we'll leave we'll leave that really. But in terms of the problem is it makes it very hard to look at this card right, in I'll context. Just, I'll, yeah, I'll just say then that I think she's really nicely designed and they've done a good job of actually making her... There's a decision to be made between the calculuses. What I am interested in for her <laughs> is the idea of kicking to space. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Kick to space, poison the people, hope that you scatter... Not too bad. I was going to say, you're being surrounded by presumably multiple people at this. Yeah, you're within four inches of like several people. Yeah, yeah. So you kick away from them. Yeah, but you're already basically surrounded at this point. Is if you're in no, I don't think you would be surrounded because you would be setting up for the plan. Is the intent. Okay. I don't think you could say, we can't like theory aboard, but the no. uh, the idea is you wouldn't be surrounded if you're going to try and do I can't wait to see your game when you're measuring four between everyone. Everyone's getting really confused. Thread you needle. sprint calculus <laughs> up and then kick backwards and then just go... <laughs> and that's it you go I would imagine you sprinting towards the defensive line threading the needle and then dodging through that's effectively the plan yeah that makes more sense that's 100% my plan you're but insane but sure yeah, yeah correct but all I want to play Barry more I really don't worry he's only a 6-1 I really want to take this hubris said Barry guilt uh, uh, football uh, stuff away from I him. fundamentally disagree because I can run up poison some people because I've kicked the ball forward I've I've gone between. Am I between two models? You're not. You're not. Your by the way was what he said. I I just said I want to play you just to. to yeah. Take you. He's the one who said you're a madman. I agree with him. But you look at me. I'm between two models. Kick the ball forwards so there's no way it can get to either of them. Yeah. I've poisoned them. I dodge four inches off of them. So, but but how do you kick it so there's no way it can get to either of them? The idea being I'm parallel with them. He'll just he'll just get the scatter he needs and it won't go to either of them. To be fair, you have seen Barry roll scatters. So you're exa- on a, like one. Yeah, all past. Okay. Charge past. They're all lined up together, sure. nice and yeah. four inches yeah. apart. Yeah. That's so what I'm looking. at. I don't understand why people are going like being surrounded. I didn't realize you were going through them. Oh, <laughs> of course. Okay. 
That's the intent. Yeah, no, sorry, we're the intent. So you're going to get to... Yeah. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah, that's fine, sure. I think there's going to be some jank in it, and I love it. Just oh, yeah, there's definitely jank in space. That is actually jank. Kicking to space, dodging past them, no, getting the ball it? back, and then scoring. Yeah. The thing that I saw with it that I really liked as well is like it's your counter pick for people that want conditions. So you're yeah. playing, you're playing yeah. against like scourge, and you're like, "Thanks for your disease." Yeah, yeah. That is <laughs> I'm turning off your plus one damage, and they're like, "And I get to dodge four, yeah. so yeah. feck yes. Yeah, that <laughs> is good. I, it <laughs> makes me sad for rat players. Do you? Do it, uh, Everyone's uh, sad uh, for uh, rat players. Uh, uh, I saw. I can't get up speed. Um, Crucible and Venom. Hello. Would they actually and Ocat? But Ocat sees play already. But will Crucible and Venom see some play? I mean, interesting. Venom, right? Wait, wait till you hear the rest <laughs> of the, the discussion from the the next the next part. But but like Venom being able to like coag himself, or sorry, do coagulation or put, put poison armor on himself and helping out to take it away and dodge. Mm, agreed. He but turns her on a bit. Interesting stuff there, maybe. And I like you know Crucible can take conditions herself and she also makes it harder for everyone else to get rid of her <laughs> so calculus can use them. Mm. I'm not saying that suddenly Crucible's good because she's fucking not <laughs> but, <laughs> but maybe she'll see the field. He's so in- I'd actually love to be at the next playtest event for the Alks. The Alks one, yeah. Yeah. Alks, Masons, Hunters. Hunters I'd like to see. Uh, I really want to go. I mean, I now, now Barry's sitting there going, I could go. <laughs> I've thought about it. Do we do the day trip? No. No. <laughs> if only we could teleport. It'd be so great. I have discussed that would be a superpower I wanted. We have to decide. Right. Important one now. We'll actually keep that thought because uh, we've got question time later on. Oh, have we? Yeah, I posted Did it up. Did you put it up? Oh, I didn't know that. You talk about fluff, what do you expect? So, now we're on to the most important one. Vesibla. Who... So, we're recording this on Tuesday night so we haven't seen her render yet and for me the render is important because I really like this model I really like Vetsinder we discuss her a bit in the or quite a bit in the Perkins so we're not going to get stuck into who she is what she does well sorry what she does because you can look at her card and see what she does may I suggest one line yeah she fucks shit up she she does fuck shit up on the charge Yes. Only on the it's charge. The she can end worlds on the charge. I was, was very interested in this model. Yeah. Like obviously because I'm playing blacksmiths, but also because of the unique nature of the blacksmiths and their kind of, well not kind of, their master-apprentice relationship, it was going to be very interesting to me to see how they integrated one player. If they released two, you can't understand it because it would have been a master and an apprentice. Yeah. But to just introduce one is interesting. And it's going to be fun to like work out which master I feel she she's going to go with and benefit from. And I actually feel there's probably three that well, four. Like I think there's one that seems to stand out. I think the others, you know, will present themselves. Well, it's, it's weird because obviously the the obvious one that she does well with is Furnace, Agreed. which is funny because she's he's dead by the time she exists. Yes, in the game, in the fluff rather in the background. But I think she is more independent. She's She's good. She's going to be good. She is going to be a lot of fun. I played with her the other day. You played with her the other day. We love it. We both got work out of her. I love that she has one of Furnace's swords on his on her back. Yeah, the sword that killed him. I, I assume so, because it looks like he's completed as well. Mm. As it's, opposed to being a... Uh, it's the sword he's holding. 
No, because that's a that's a uh, a slag sword. No, ag- agreed. But I was told it was the sword he's holding. Oh, so it's either it is a, either a dull blade or she's finished it. Possibly. Oh, I like the idea. That Maybe she finished she's it. finished it. She's going to use it to kill. She's not going to use it at all until she finds who killed him. I like and that. Then he they they die with that sword. I'll let you have that. Oh. I'd like that. Fluff monkeys. I would like that. We need to we need to have words with people about that. That needs to happen. I hope when Flint gets new shoes, he scores with them. Sharp John. So, what do you guys? What's your hot takes? She fucks shit up. She does. That yeah. that's my input for this one. I think. It's cool. Very specific. Fucking shit up. It is a very very. She doesn't like four one models. She doesn't like being engaged. She doesn't like being base to base. Fucking hates being base to base. But I mean. Blacksmiths are all about setting up the perfect storm. Like yes. that's that that's design their space. It's build an anvil and then hit it really fucking hard with a um, hammer. She, yeah, she hits it real fucking hard. Fucking a, she fucking spears that thing. Yeah. And she's also like I like her because she sets up cast and I think that's kinda unique for apprentices. Yeah. Yeah. Like So that's cool. who how does she fit in your tent? Who do you drop at? Because I'm at the moment having I'm a nightmare. Sorry, Hamble and Sledge. Sorry, Dan's still annoyed at me for wanting to play them. I love you've them. had a lot of fun with them. I love them because of the background and the models. Like, Anvil, for me, is the Blacksmith's Guild. Yes. That model is the Blacksmith's Guild. He might not be on the pitch. He is. I took him as my captain, so I thought it was fucking hilarious to oh my God. pop your legendary and give everyone around Tough Hide on yeah, the He had, like, the biggest erection for Tough Hide. Yeah. And I play hunters who struggle pre calcs <laughs> with that. It was fucking hilarious. The term I'm going to take momentous what? No, you're no, not. I'm not. Fuck. <laughs> and the fact that I just couldn't roll well during that game as well. I'm, well you don't need to roll well when it's turn one, I'm fucking 2-3 or whatever it was. Yeah, sorry, when you're 2-3 and I'm attack 5, I still need to roll alright to be able to get to a damage that I can take. Yeah. Go like, nuts, mate. Theron needs three successes on six dice. I so statistically doesn't get it. Yeah, because he rolls 1-1 one, one and then just gets fuck all and dodges or pushes, whichever I, it is. I like Amber and Sledge a lot. You know I do. And I've had got a lot of work out of them, both footballing and beatdowns. We're going to do... Yeah, I'm going to do great things with them as well. I'm going to follow your example. All right, so, question. Yeah. If you were like, this is a match I need to thug squad. Yeah. I need to kill things. And I just... I That's all I'm doing this game. I'm killing yeah. things. Who would your three apprentices be? I is this post-Vinder? Post-Vinder. Yeah, this is what you're doing though, to make me to make me not want to. Well, take because it. because so we I have be... four that are very good. Yeah, because it's, it's the four are cast iron, sledge, and vet cinder. Yes, I never take iron when I play blacksmith. And, so. and I don't yeah, forget, you're insane. You're mad. He's one of the most consistent. Alloy members. being useful at reducing the defence for the yes. others as well. Yes, but if you're saying all you're doing is thugs. No, I know. No, alloy is. Yeah, yes. all right. Here's a consideration. This is the problem. We have a hard six, man. And now I want you to explain to me how Sledge even the three enters took, that discussion. Uh, tell you what, Mom, Mom, seven with tutelage. The three I took, yeah. I'm really enjoying. Bear that one word. Cast, you jump Vet, in. Cinder, and Sledge. Iron might be well better in that slot than yeah. Sledge. I oh, said, so did you say, don't take Iron? Like, iron is... Iron. Yeah, I think you're both insane. <laughs> I didn't in that game because I, I was just like, well, I'm just going to run these three today instead. I think you have... It's tough... I, I can't believe that for you. Iron. iron is the flex for vet, for Cinder, sorry. Oh, for regular Cinder? Yeah. He absolutely is. Uh, but it's, that's, it's relative to Guild because of the okay. stealing the ball from range relative to the, the beat. And then it's the kick yeah. receive. Because if I, if I think I can score first turn, yeah. then I score, 
and then I just go for two beats. So if I'm kicking, then I want Cinder for a kill the ball in case they forget it. Yeah, I, f- I find picking a blacksmith team so difficult. It is very not hard. just a ten, but six. Agreed. It's so difficult. But I don't know I which the places. It's it's. I've been thinking about this a Gold, lot. Can we make this game eight v eight rather than six v six? Yes. I've been thinking about this a lot and it's really, really tough because you go, well, she sets up cast. Well, let's put cast. Oh, well, if I do that. Why am I not seeing Furnace or Burnish? Who, do, who am I leaving? Iron, if you're actually going to go for a beatdown, very hard to leave at home. He is fantastic. Yeah, one, two, one, two. So if you're taking Iron, you want, do you want to take Ferrite to bring him along or do you want I, to take Half to give him buffs? And then if you're taking those two, then that's your three masters. So then you've got I, like, I mean, It's a nightmare. <laughs> I like how your justification for the blacksmith though was I like Iron because he's more than two on two. I think if you're going for two successes with a team where you're setting him up, you're not doing it. That's not what you're looking for. There's an element of that. No, I get it. it. I, it I, 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 I completely understand why you say like, like yeah, the justification for him is Iron there. has mom two on two, but also he has. Uh, I he can move people by moving into base to base. He's no, but he also has one. the high end mom damage and sledge has. seven on seven. Yes. I was saying, if you want Sledge for the high-end mom damage, Iron does that. If you want... Four and four. If you want cast for the low-end consistent damage, Iron does that. I don't understand how you're replacing Iron with Sledge. Because the other two have independent and um, inactivation ways of buffing their damage or, or making the damage more reliable in the form of pile driver and the fact that if someone's already on fire, cast is doing more. Whereas you need to tool up Iron. But you don't need to tool up Iron. You don't need to. You don't need to. But I found I found he doesn't do as much without it. So I was I when I go for the fight game. Yeah. I've been using them as a three. So it's Iron and Sledge both benefiting from Anvil Sentinel aura. It's funny. Yeah. And I mean Iron, who doesn't love knocked down singled out? This yeah. when this guy goes to tack eight, and they're knocked down. Hit he that hits. Four. Yeah, he hits that four. But quite often, what I've found is it's got to be multiple models because. I've been really lucky with Sledge. He's been getting the, like the seven wrapping to tutelage, seven wrapping to tutelage. Once they've been knocked down, singled out. Yeah. And we've said this. I'm before. not saying that's easy. Like I've said this before, though. You put four on anyone when they're not, and you put yeah. them into someone that's knocked down and singled out, and everyone's playbook starts to look good. <laughs> like. <Yeah. laughs> But not. <laughs> oh, I'm hitting a two-one model. I hit my entire Gilball career. Is that? Yeah. Yes. But not many people. Hello, look at this. Locus. I've got a mum knockdown on one, but I've also got a momentous three double push on five. It's that. <laughs> it's the mom seven, and also with Iron. Let's not forget, I have pushed quite a lot of people off the board with him. More and more, I'm thinking blacksmiths is just play whichever ones you like the most. Yeah, it really is. It's not these ones are the best into this matchup a lot of the time, at least, <laughs> and these ones. Well, there are auto takes for me at the moment, but I'm going to try and steer away from them, and I'm going to just play. These are the ones I like today. I would still like to see how you'd fare up in a tournament. Not me, because I'm not confident by a bit of it. For like one of you guys to take your ten, get your five masters and five apprentices, shuffle them, and blind draw your ten. No, it's, blind draw your it's six. six masters, four apprentices. <laughs> I like your way of doing it, but I do like the idea of five and five. five you shuffle them. Don't look. The first one you turn over is your captain, and then sure. go. That's it. You just go. This so is you, my this is where you end up with Sledge Bolt, no Faris, no Anvil. Are you going to do that? I don't want to see it work. For four masters. Are you going to do? So obviously, you're doing six masters, six games. I don't 
Uh, you are. I've decided. Are you going to do though, where you just say, right, game you one? Can't have like all of Robert from Smith. Game one is Ferrite. Game no, two is Anvil. Game three is Ferrite. Or do you draw game one? Do you draw the best master? Game two, you pick your oh, best no, no. master there. Game three, you pick your best master. Yeah. There, the remaining one, yes. and it just goes down. And then you're saving Ferrite for as late as you can against yeah. the toughest opponent you can, because that's the good one. <laughs> and well, Anvil, he's a good one. Well, I've played a couple of games with Anvil now. She was my crutch. And I've now officially played some games without her as Ferrite. captain. Yes, sorry. Ferrite as captain. And um, I had Furnace as captain. I like Captain Furnace. Actually. Oh, and I didn't mind it. How nice is it being able to engage a lot of people, give out Sentinel, everyone's on fire, no one's got armor, and someone's talking. Well, it, it was, for me, it was more about his uh, one at a time, lads, jobby. See, that was really useful. In fact, he's one of the few masters that actually does stuff with five influence. He actively does things. He, like, might not do as much as say Ferrite but he does more than like Faris he sets up the team better who's it? Uh, Furnace if you like put five inf on him he can actually like occasionally kill things he's tooled someone up then he's like charged hit his knockdown then he hits two people for mom one burning no armour and then he chucks his I want our time lads out he can do quite a lot with it yeah and he's giving out Sentinel and I fuck the more I play with Smith the more I fucking love Sentinel just People forget about it so many times that they go to hit you and they're like, yeah, two successes. No, you've got one success. But having them run around as a fucking blob is hilarious. Someone's like, oh, I'm going in, I'm, cr- oh, I'm crowned out, oh, you've got two armour, oh, one damage. So I played Jason Fox at the playtest event um, and it was him on order versus me on Smith. And I had Anvil sat behind two apprentices. Yeah, and they were both in um, Sentinel. Sentinel. And just the the fact that like he he would go in to try and do something and it just never worked because mm. they were always two armor and it just yeah. you just never get what you wanted. It, well, and if you charge, it's the death stance. Now a five two. It's basically, the reason I started playing Hammer. Yeah, I had one game against. Oh, I know his first name's Tom, but I couldn't tell you his surname. Uh, at one of the jumpers games, uh, and just like on, it's like I've got them on two on two, but you never hit it. I'm yeah. like, one. Oh god. Oh, it's so <laughs> painful. But then Hammer just walks in and is like, one success, I will double push you that way, and we're fine. Actually, while I'm talking about Jason, I had a good time playing him, it was good getting to chat to him. Because I've, uh, I've been chatting to him a little bit recently because he's been picking up Blacksmith, I know he's been messaging you. Mm. I didn't realise, because I hadn't listened to it before I realised he was on it, he's on um, that podcast, The Rookie, um, with a guy called, let me remember his name, it's Matt something, Hackett. Um, it's them too. I gave him a listen for a couple of episodes, they're pretty good, they've got some good content. Oh, is Jason a... But was he a guest on there, or was it? No, no. He so he he came on like he came on for like a one episode, like just to chat about. So I think maybe farmers. I don't. Know. I haven't heard the first episode he's on. But then the episode after, it was like, well, this is going to become kind of my new oh, co-host. That's cool. So for the last oh, two cool. or three episodes, him and Jason, the guy Matt Hackett, who's so now I keep forgetting. Sorry, dude. Um, they they've been um, the two uh, two hosts of that podcast. And I just thought it was it was a pretty good. Well, I was going to give it a listen. Yeah, absolutely. I can, I can recommend yeah, the rookie. Quiet, I'll give it a listen. Yeah, well, they, they gave us a little shout-out last um, episode in the sense that um, Jason mentioned he went to the playtest event with us. He said, oh, yeah, the Raw Better guys were there. All very nice. Very loud. Yeah, I've got to be honest. On reflection, we were probably too loud. Is that I disagree. Was... How careful were me and you, especially? How careful were we swearing? Oh, because there were kids there. was there. a couple of young kids there. I yeah. tried to be careful. I tried so hard. Luckily, we sequestered ourselves off on one side. Of to the be road. fair, I still remember I didn't drop a C bomb. Someone else did. 
I do remember who dropped that C bomb yeah. as well. Not naming but we're not naming any names. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want to call people out. We are lucky that our club is 18 plus because we have a bar and we can swear as much as we so, like. I'm so we're used not, to not having. I, I mean, because I don't think any of us swear like with intent to be malicious and rude. Very rare. No, we're just very passionate. Yeah, yeah. it's just well, for me. It's punctuation. It's part of part of a, the rhythm of a sentence. May I clarify what I meant by too loud? Yes. So, because we were doing the playtest and we were meant to be. I don't know what I'd phrase to use other than taking it seriously, which we were, but a lot of everyone was kind of, yeah. was quite, they have, they're at the board like, right, we're doing this, doing this, but we were still really kind of having a lot of fun, like, scoring goals, we're like, boom, yeah, Woo! and still right so, so, I mean, you guys might be. I was going to say, that I remember me and Dan played each other for the start of the day, and, uh, Okay, ba- Barry and I yeah. absolutely were yelling each yeah, other. Yeah, that is true. Like, well, I'm going to nail it, So come on, the boy! Launching dice across we the were, table. We were doing Six that. successes! Boom! Okay, if you drive, what, seven hours to go somewhere, you're allowed to have yeah, yeah. that. I'm, um, I'm throwing down. There was something in our game, but it was season four stuff, so we can't talk about it. Yeah. Bonkers. And I went, I went bonkers. But we did take, to be fair... I just the reason I want to make the point is although we were being uh, rambunctious, yep. we took it seriously. We filled out our feedback forms. We talked a yeah, lot to Jamie. Feedback, to, yeah, I, I don't know if it was good feedback, but well. we tried. For one, of, for one of mine, I I actually wrote at the top of the top of the form like I really wanted to play test these models really effectively, but I'm a little bit carried away with having fun with that Cinder. I'm really sorry. The rest of it <laughs> yeah. might not be very good, and then broke down a few points afterwards. Just like this seemed okay. <laughs> This was pretty good. That could be better. Like stuff like that was not very good feedback. My first two games, great feedback. My, my last one, I just had fun. I think my page yeah, roughly was roughly watching that game. Yeah, but, and that we discussed the events that transpired in that game, and they were very watchable and ridiculous and hilarious. So, John, you say we've got questions? Yeah, yes. cool, man. So that is the end of the uh, faithful. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's in the. She's brilliant. So, John, you you said you posted up. I posted up while you guys are talking about fluff. So, <laughs> do you, uh, I basically said, we're recording again. Do you have any questions for us? It's been a while. Has anyone got anything meaty? How Andrew Nye. Oh, super nice guy. Credit the show. Shock. Um, if you could be a guildable model, which guild would you play for? What would your name be? We've done this. And what's your legendary play? Well, things might have changed. Things might have moved. No, we didn't have the extra details. We didn't have the legendary play, I don't think. Hit me one more time. What's all the criteria? If you're a guildable model, which guild? Guildable model? Which Which guild I play? I think when he says if you you can be a guildable model, I think he means make one up because it... Because of the way that he says it, so if you can... If you can be a guildable model, which guild would you play for? What would your name be? And what's your legendary play? Someone said recently, how did they not think of calling me half pint? <laughs> <laughs> like, if I was a brewer, how was I not half pint? What would your legendary be? <laughs> Lick it up to the brim. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Lap it Enter, up. Enter Shikar. Whatever it is. Enter Shikari. Yeah. I don't think that's an end. Like, uh, it's got and a big play, and all of a sudden you just go fucking crazy. I like it. I love it. Yeah. Fucking thrash. I want a rush. I don't know. Barry, have you got any ideas? Well, when we had a similar question last time, I believe I went for big stacks you and did. I was in the Blacksmith's Guild. And you sound like like the Blacksmith's Guild is about to drop its first hip hop album or something. I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm big stacks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really like that. Um, Straight out of a <laughs> 
<laughs> Big stacks, man smells hot. <laughs> so I don't feel I can have that. So I think it was Dyson that named me. What did he call you? Wasn't it Clock Out? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Clock Out is really good. So and your legendary play is just minus ten minutes on their clock. <laughs> 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 I think I'm gonna. Or I take. You have to take your turn on whilst I take my turn. No, you take your turn on their clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, then I go for a shit after a steak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back because I was blacksmith last time. the steaks. That's <laughs> well, that's T E K S. Oh, I like that. I like that. I'm gonna go for Alks. Sure. I'm gonna go for because I always say it. A transforming type model, but this time it's because I've had a, a chemical beverage, so I'm like the Hulk. I would have. Oh, you are. You, you weren't thinking more like Jekyll and Hyde. No, I knew you'd say Jekyll and Hyde. No, because I like. You? I, you always say it when I talk about it. Oh, fair enough. I, like, I think that's me that normally says Jekyll. Oh, is it? Forgive yeah. me, Matthew. No. But I know someone. Sorry, <laughs> doesn't exist as a concept. Correct. <laughs> so I'm going Hulk, and I'll and the character is called Hulk. Hulk. And the legendary is when I pop the legendary, I switch characters. Oh, so you're you're Bruce Banner for the most of the game. Yeah. And then you go shakakan and you're the Hulk. Oh, well, that's a noise. Yes, that is it. Okay, I like it. Dan, I'm a union model called Ledger, <laughs> and my Ledger you play is I don't roll dice for the rest of the turn. I just get averages. <laughs> so I need I have five dice. You're a four one. I get one point five successes or whatever. Like. <laughs> The end. <laughs> so we actually do play it for the averages. <laughs> the legendary title. Like it. Oh, oh, okay. Cool, there you go, Andrew. That's oh, the best as we can do. Connor Rooney's got two questions. A bit greedy. Greedy. Um, oh, no. I like Connor, though. He's got fucking loads of questions. Oh, well, oh, well, oh fucking hell. Connor, why'd you neck him? Connor, can't be big. Connor Content Rooney. Yeah, so why aren't you, aren't you guys coming to the Nationals? Connor yeah. already touched on that. Why aren't you? Um, it's just money, time, out, like actual life extenuating factors. It's it's a whole combination of factors. I don't think I've been home for a weekend in about two months. Fair. And I was never going. I yeah. think Dan's got the same and it's money again. We've been up to Manchester about four times. <laughs> As evidenced by the fact you're yelling out while we're recording. Yeah. And that's our fault for leaving the door open, really. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what date is Nationals? 21st. Alright, okay. That weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And then next weekend, next weekend. I'm thinking of running the rookie event though, that weekend. Anyway. Next part of the thing is why do people like focusing on season four so much when all the relevant big events this year and a full three to four months remain in S3? Live in the present, people! No. Live in the future. No, I mean, I, I, can understand what he's, I can understand what he's saying. No, yeah, I can't. But literally all the new toys that we want to discuss come out with season four. Yeah, I'm, I'm being facetious. So it's the new fanboy, isn't it? It is the new shiny. He's always yeah. better, right? But they're still playing to go in season three. They're still, we've still got like three or four events that we're all playing. WTC, 64 man. WTC? Yeah. Oh, as in this, that's still coming. Yeah, we're not playing us. it, though. We're, we're not playing, playing it, but that is a large event that is on season WTC three. and Nats. Plus, Sorry, is it German One's final ascension to being the best skillball team in the world? Yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, then we've also got, we're playing in 64-man, Hemel Hempstead. Are you not playing in 64-man then? Yeah, I am. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm definitely not playing at Hemel Hempstead. I think there's one other event we might be going to before then, I can't remember. Can't remember. But the, there's one no, I'm considering. The, th- the thing is, it's just one of those things. If you show someone 
a little something. Yeah. Like this is gonna sound bonkers, but we've had a little taste, just a just a song of season four, and already I'm like, well, well, season three feels a bit old now. I think it's the it's the bad counter swing of going to the playtest event. Yeah, in that it's a super fun day, but now we're like, oh, but. But these things, I kind no, of. I don't think he's. Like. I don't think he's directly talking just to us. I mean, no, it, no, I it, it's a lot of when you do read Gubs. But I think that it's also it's very hard to discuss the season three because no one can really be bothered to talk about something that's going to time out like very soon. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm going to have to talk about this card. It's going to be really, really cool. Oh, it's gone. But it could be good in season four. Like it just mm. feels a bit numb. We've still got three months yeah. of it though, so we've let's got, let's try not to. Uh, we know that season four stuff. Dead, dead game. Yeah. You know, season four stuff is going to excite people. Everything new excites people. We always want the new. I'll allow you. Gilball is dead. Long live Gilball. <laughs> sure, that works. So his next question. Oh God! If rats win <laughs> the sixty-four man, then maybe we'll get more excited about season. There three. we go. No, I like this question. Is Dan purposefully avoiding events now he's in the top five in the UK of Longshanks? And if so, is he actively copying me doing the same thing last year? I think I'm six, so I don't think I'm top five. But I don't know, he's, if he's checked tonight, you no, could have yeah, jumped fine, up again. Yeah, but it's Longshanks, he could have gone down since Trump. Longshanks is run by like some sort of like bizarre fairy magic that doesn't make any sense. So. But, but Connor, in answer to that, probably, it's Dan. The submarine, Adams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, top five UK has yet to win an event. Dan, <laughs> Dan, UK Robert and Ninja. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. And then next question, we have Jason Fox. All oh, right, it's not Connor again. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Jason no, Fox, give us someone else's turn. What face would you make if you accidentally triggered Brick's countercharge on a game-winning goal run in the finals of a major event? This should make some great radio. This one. Or this one? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, that's not bad. What about this one? Like, I think my face would be whatever my face looks like when I say, what a cunt. I like that. I'm probably yeah. like... That is why you get a tricky shit. Defensive stance. Counter attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who have I triggered it with? This is important. Like, do I def counter? Do I def encounter? Come on, Jason. Did do, you do I have the momentum? <laughs> Yeah, do I have two arms? No, is the... You probably just death stance. <laughs> you just death stance. Just maybe he won't hit the knockdown. No, I, I, I look at my opponent and say, but it's etiquette. Can I take it back, please? Two point six. <laughs> Hashtag two point six. No, I'm joking. Doesn't work. On me, Doesn't but... work because you. No, it's, it's a completely different thing. So, the next question, <laughs> Rich John Keeling. You're sarkiness. <laughs> I mean, surely it doesn't come across on a podcast. Surely does. <laughs> which did none of you... Well, well which did? <laughs> England. Rich on Keelan. Why did none of you buy tickets to my tournament? Question mark. Hmm. <laughs> Question mark. His tournament? Yeah, because he's got, he's got he's 16 men. He's got one into, and then I'll look into the link, and they'd already wood. sold out. It's boring wood, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was sold out. It yeah. sold out within about three hours of the tickets going live for everyone. Where the fuck is boring wood? Hertfordshire. Yeah. University of Hertfordshire. So it was. Yeah. So he sold obviously. He, <laughs> did a, he did like pre-sales for the club people. Makes sense. I think he sold like nine of the sixteen tickets. Eight of the sixteen tickets. I can relate to that. Yeah, and then it went up for sale like a couple of days ago to everyone. And I remembered about it about three after three hours after it went up. Went to check it. It sold out. So sorry, Rich. I did. I was actually. Yeah, that was that was one of the ones I was considering coming to. The one I was ones I was one of the ones mm. I was mentioning. Ooh. So if I'll put myself on the reserve list, mate. There's actually other questions because I posted it in I posted it on the podcast page. 
And yeah. that was the reply from the podcast page. Because then I shared it to Gubs because I thought that, you know, people I'll extend the arms. Like, let's just let the people, drag have their people in. So in response I got Dyson commenting. Who? I can't confirm Danny's currently five. Number five, oh. I can't confirm John's twenty. Okay, this is long chain. I can't confirm Matt's oh. thirty. I was gonna say no, I'm, I'm thirty. And I'm forty. <laughs> Space so it's like well, you can't can't be be five. Yeah, twenty, thirty, forty. You shouldn't be ten, could you? No. Ten, twenty, thirty. It's better 40. than that, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> this many better. Pray continue. So Dyson said, "Do you think real-life football fans are worse than in-universe Guildhall supporters? Don't in-universe Guildhall supporters have like hatchets? But yeah, and they like they actually isn't it referred to when someone goes off the pitch, they get taken out? Yeah, and that's not for a nice dinner." I'd assume. No. I think I think the Guildhall fans are, are worse, probably. Yeah, probably. The, the 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 Empire of the Free Cities, the world of the world of Guildhall seems even rougher than South East London. It's like yeah, there's this <laughs> Richard Alderson commented and said, Depends if they have ambulances in the Empire of the Free Cities. <laughs> <laughs> like It's, it's a bloke with a car going in and in I'm not playing with a football question, keep going. Uh Duncan Moffat. Where would oh, you Duncan Moffat? Came up to us at the playtest event. Yes, I had his dice. Ah, oh, the tree. I had his dice. I gave him one of my Spartans the dice. Did you chat with, with the, the um, not the a tribe, a um, coat of arms? Coat of arms, yeah. Oh, it was really nice meeting you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to Duncan. Going to give that a like. There you go. Um, <laughs> what is that? Exciting. <laughs> where, where would you go with the butchers minor guild? Killing slash football or mix of the two? Well, mm. I got a little theory. Oh, that we talked about the other day. I was saying that oh, I think the butchers are known for. Fucking shit up and cutting things up. So I'm gonna say their minor is to do with healing and stitching stuff up. But if you if you are good at anatomy and fixing things and stitching things up, you also know how to injure. Yes, this, this is so true. So that's gonna be my notion. They're gonna be a hit, not necessarily the Sawbones Guild, but maybe like a Patches Uppers something or others with a better name guild. Yeah, Some, somebody who's good at nomenclature can do that one. Yeah. Like playing cauterize, you heal one, but but you take burning. But you take burning. <laughs> heal one, take burning, and then at yeah, the end of the play, take one back. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Fair. Or heal one, remove heal, heal one, remove conditions, take burning. Yeah. So that, one so that's my gut. So super reduction slash hot take. What about anyone else? Well, I discussed the idea again. On the way here with Dan, of um, then doing damage as condition damage. Well, John's been saying that for ages that you want a condition damage guild. That could be interesting. It's it just comes tough high. I don't think it comes into. I, I, I per, personally, I wouldn't put that with the. No, but we're thinking, what do they do? They do momentous damage. I just think it's blood everywhere. It's going to be bleed for so damage. So you do quite a lot so of bleed. This is where, at the moment, though, I really like the idea of. Like, I was thinking, you know how we've got the blacksmiths has got really long books and you hit these really high numbers on really high things. Brewers are the ones that wrap naturally as is what about if you have a guild that relies heavily on uh, wrapping like the brewers no no, but like I think like I discussed uh, a while ago when I was thinking about the way season spin would be different like when you have a monk where you can essentially flurry of blows where yes. you have like tack six too long book you don't generate momentum but then yeah, you get what... one momentum per attack yeah yeah so that's, that's what yeah I like that Yeah, something like that could be really interesting I would like to see that yeah I mean that would be really cool. Um, that that was my I, I like that as an idea. I do yeah. like the flurry of that. That's, yeah. that's basically a very good description of what I thought. <laughs> yeah, just 
fucking hits them over. It's cool. You you've took eight damage, but four instances of two. <laughs> Something it's, silly. Yeah, because if, if it's four instances of two, tough high plays off each one. What? What about if it's a cumulative? So I hit you once. I do one damage. But if I hit direct an attack against the same character. You get plus one damage. To yeah, it. that's cool. Or, yeah, or something attack, like that. Or and it carries over from multiple activations. So no, so like... I just think it forces you to focus down. So if I come and hit you, okay, one I, damage, I maybe I'm attack damage. five. But I hit you. If I do damage, I go to attack six. If I hit you again, I go to attack seven. If I hit you again, I go to attack eight. But if I need to okay. split and cut across to someone else, I start again. To me, I think that'd be more masons than okay. creatures because you're building on something because then you you your low damage momentum results so the first like three you do you hit your mom too mm. and then when you get up to like tax seven you're then like but now I'm hitting the non-momentous results that's also a sort of a mechanic like I was discussing when we were having a, just a fun discussion of what, what could minor guilds be if the bankers guild was a thing because you've talked about loving the bankers like them like hitting you and, and like Either they compound interest. It's yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> like, across the games, like they they get more momentum or more influence mm. or whatever. Like oh, okay. yeah. The problem is, I can make we can make it work for all of them. <laughs> yeah, depending yeah. on how we describe it. No, but I do like the idea. In, instead of like plus tack, potentially plus damage, but yeah. you don't get your damage result until like uh, the third success. But it yeah. might be two on three. So, for example, your first attack, you do two damage. You get effectively a stacking buff of tooled up. So you're like. Two damage, three damage, four damage, and as it stacks up, then that could be interesting. So what if they kind of had like, uh, they had a character play that was like self-tool up. Hits on a guild ball, and every one of them's got it at the top of their playbook. They've like got mom three guild ball. So they hit it on the So charge. when they hit the top of the playbook, they then start doing more damage. Yeah, like it. Yeah, I like that as well. So like they've only got like one on one and two on three, but they've got three in a guild ball on six. Yeah. Because I like the idea of them being berserkers, like... It just get the more they hit you, the worse it gets. So it's not really the saw bones now, then. No, I'm off that now. <laughs> I'm into the. That world. was minutes ago. I'm into the world eaters. I like the yeah. idea that we we've, uh, we've discussed like Pangron the Primarch, new captain confirmed. Yeah. Like we don't want to change the flavour of the guild to the butchers, although killing. I like I like where you went with the, the whole idea of it being like medical killing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Nearly like thinking just that like interpreting it differently. It's just like. Instead of just doing the damage that Ox does, where let's all stand around the lad and like they punch someone and they do a lot of damage, how can you accumulate damage in another way? Which is why I really like like the plus stacking of stuff. Oh, that's, that's, a good idea. that's really cool. I was think I don't think we're going to see anything too complicated. I think because Butchers are one of the flagship symbols, I think the minor god will be kept in mind with that. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. That's why I think the idea of stacking damage isn't too far away from taking damage out of auras. I'll be honest. So I think I think. You've got to focus on one player. I like the idea that it's four. They're yeah. just like I'm. I've seen nothing but this guy. I've seen red. Well, that's why. Ooh, really another, one is, another one is if, for example, like um, they tag in it, tag an opponent. So rather than building up a tool up on themselves, so it's like it's like kind of like a mini assist. So if, if like player X goes and hits hammer, bang, hits him. If player two runs up, punches hammer, he gets plus one damage because he's already been damaged by someone else. Next person is plus two damage if he goes in. So by focusing down on someone, Jesus, yeah. I mean, I'll let them playtest it and work it out. That yeah, about where about where the damage is going to have to be placed. But you know, they're probably already have. Yeah, don't worry, my name's in the credits. Um, I I can't remember who I was talking about this with. It was either Rich or might have been you guys. The idea of the entire guild had Maverick. (laughs) What how's that? Oh. 
Okay. Which absolutely do not work with each other at all. They're like, whether the butchers are the um, group of murderers led as a family, they're the group of murderers led like a bunch of shitbags. Okay. So are they individ- so individually they might be a bit more powerful because yes. there's no synergy. But there is no synergy. That might suit my playstyle, aka <laughs> not having to plan ahead. Go off and do so with one model, everyone yeah. else does fuck nothing. <laughs> I think we answered that question. Yeah, we smashed it out of the park. With some one of those answers is probably right. Yeah, with some answers that you expect. Right, I'll show And then Peter James Farrell O'Sullivan. Too many names. <laughs> do you do you think Fishman will still be one of the top guilds in season four, especially the addition of their minor guild? Yes. Yeah, well, this because I think that personally, I think that Shark plays the game so well that a good player with Shark will still be able to do things that Shark does now. Obviously, unless they turn around and Shark isn't Shark anymore. But but we don't know. They could gut and string We don't know about what, what, to what extent. Do you stay any of the team or anyone like that is? No, you have Caesar's apparently. Um, is going to change. Um, the other one thing I would say is what, what I liked you said, Dan, is though, is that because like the butchers are one of the the big sort of flagship original guilds, host the boys, yeah, that the the um, guild should be quite simple. I'd quite like to see if the navigators do stay like that as well, because the fishermen are one of the original guilds, and they are admittedly very good, but very simple to play realistically. So. Hopefully, the navigators will also have that simplicity to them, like like you mentioned. So, I don't know. It, we can't really tell if they're going to be still as great as season four. Hopefully, maybe. Oh, actually, I'd say I hopefully, think hopefully, yes. hopefully they are. I think yes. now, now that that's reminded us, though, of the minor guild, well, it's reminded me of the way that the navigators have been planned with everything has rerolls, right? Yeah. The butchers going back to that. I like the idea more now of like stacking tack because that's something that you can put on someone's card that is. Very easy. It's easier to track. If that makes sense. As a guild rule or guild tactic yeah. or whatever they're going to be called. For example, the one that I said, where if someone's hitting someone, if for example the first person that you activate hits them and the last person, you might forget that the first person has tagged them. If that makes sense, especially if they're healed and they're then at full health. But the one that you suggested with the plus one tag, it is a very easy thing to track yeah. because as you're rolling it, you need to remember to add the dice, yeah. which is like the navigators. You have to remember to pick up your dice and re-roll them. Like it, it's there. Yeah. I don't think any navigation player will ever forget that rule. Yeah, you're really imagine. bad if you got injured. No, I don't. I think a couple of them might try it on Angel and Siren. Yeah. It's like who could forget their captain's legendary for about nine tournaments? Yeah, forever. This guy. Or when we were watching Bryce play against. Um, was he playing against Sam that game? Yeah, but he was playing against Sam and he kept forgetting old Jake's on Tapper. And I think it was myself and Aaron, uh, Aaron Wilson in the chat. We're just like, there's no old James! He's not done old James! What's going on? And then, like, ten seconds later, James would be like, oh, yeah, that chat saying you forgot old James. And Bryce would be like, yep, yeah, I fucked that up. What is the next question? Oh, no, that's it. Cool. We're done then. Nice little chilled out one today. Well, we're we're done for here right now. First up, I would... here, right right now. now. First up, I was just going to say a shout out to friend of the show, Jerry Fairman. Well, I was going to say, thanks hey, for listening. Jerry. How are you doing? And that's that. Didn't he say he was going to a tournament? I mean, he messaged, when he first messaged us and said he was going to a tournament. That was a long time ago. That was Spring Fling, wasn't it? Spring Fling, yeah. Yeah, that was Spring Fling. That was ages ago. Back in the Magnum, John. I've finished all my millions. <laughs> 
Right. Had a sword so, what's coming up next, guys, is our interview with Steamforge Games lead developer Jamie Perkins at the recent Season 4 playtest event. We managed to uh, call him for an hour afterwards. Well, actually, what happened was he wasn't going to be able to, uh, to come meet us, but he very kindly moved around some things in his personal life. And, uh, and came out and, and sat down with us. So we're really grateful to Jamie for that. Absolute gem. Thank yeah. you very much. And hopefully you guys enjoy it. And the mystery guest. Right, guys. We are here with Mr. Jamie Perkins, senior games developer at Steamforge Games. Um, <laughs> and we are going to be talking about, well, Gilball and the new Faithful, New Beginnings. The, uh, the Faithful of some. Theseus New Beginnings, the Faithful Order. No, I see that. Yeah, we we were we've named two boxes quite similar together. Oh, yeah, possibly not the best move we've ever made, but <laughs> we've done it now. Yeah, so now you've got the, the Faithful of Theseus is the is the Brisket Three Rebox. That's, That's the Rebox. Then we've got the Faithful New Beginnings, which is this group of people. The, when they were actually a small bit of trivia, when they were in playtest, they were just called the Loyalists, and then we yeah. realised that Fangtooth and Spigot are both technically changing guilds. It's ironic, right? So they sometimes get called the Loyalists because people that, that have been told that basically. Okay. So also, 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 it's okay to call them that as well. New beginnings. We're talking new beginnings. We're yes. talking new beginnings. Right. Fresh starts. So first up, can, can we ask like, what decisions were when you went? Which model is going to be the one that gets elevated or mm-hmm. changed? Was that easier decision? Did you know which ones needed it, or were you like, oh, let's have to play with this one and this one and this one? It's a bit of back and forth because there's a number of things that that can contribute to like when you're picking which models are going to be a veteran, and um, that's why it's it's a good to have, it's good to have a discussion and more people involved. I mean, it's mainly between sort of myself and Sherwin and, and Matt. Yeah. Um, and then it's either whether we want to make a, a playstyle change or a model that we don't sometimes it's a model that we don't think is seen very much so for example that's one of the things that contributed towards um, Chisel being chosen yeah. because normal Chisel isn't played very much yeah. we also know in long term that we're spoilers we're going to be making changes to Chisel in season 4 people are probably not going to become a massive surprise to many people <laughs> something, something makes some players want exclusive content but in the short term we want like the character of Chisel to be seen more often and the way in which we can do that is by making a veteran model out of that yeah. so yeah. we've also got an interesting story to tell there with Chisel in, in the like she, she so the original story is that she was sort of following Hammer quite a bit. So she came into the team and she felt like Honor was the person to, to lead to, to lead the team. And then she's quite quickly sort of forced to be shown that Hammer is probably the, the person to follow instead. And you obviously had that big sort of yeah, yeah, she gets so angry and aggressive. Yeah, and then towards the end of think of the season, I think it's the season three story arc where they they play against the farmers. I think it is, uh, and she gets six massive hits the face with the with the most unwieldy weapon to, it, to ever be wielded by a person. This two handed sword gets hit in the face. She um, she has this cut across the face, and that that loss in that game sort of made her change her ways a bit, and so she decided to follow on. So we had a bit of an interesting story to follow there. Yeah. That was sort of came up by collaboration between sort of me and Sherwin. It's a good example of how we come up with these different uh, veterans. Is is like whether we want to have the model seen more often even in a different form or because they've got an interesting story to tell yeah. that in terms of stories and I remember I spoke to you about this uh, at Vengeance I think it was like that's one of the main inspirations for why we wanted to do Veteran Cinder is because yeah. we had a really interesting story to tell there yeah. that's yeah. the most important one let's talk about that <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and I don't know if you guys have spoken about that before but uh, like in a previous episode I don't know if I missed that bit but I know that me and, we, me and you spoke at Vengeance yeah. to do with the fact that she basically walks in on uh, Furnace with one of his own swords impaled through his chest he's, just, he's dead um, and she doesn't. She, she doesn't know who's done it. She has a strong suspicion it's someone within her own guild, but she doesn't know who's done it. Um, and 
it basically is a, is a life-changing moment for her because she's literally at, at the point where she's about to become a master. You know, yeah. this, is a, this is a big moment that she's about to have that's been ripped away from her. And yeah. this is a, you know, a massive point. She was she's got the little... Which yeah. the, 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 the graduation gown. gown. <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah. coming wearing a gown. She's got a diploma on I'm, I'm sure that's how blacksmiths do it. It's canon now. So yeah, it's yeah, canon. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, she, I mean, for them, it's it's about the creation of, the, of a shield. So that's how you become a master. Oh, it's, really? It's, it's all about the shields they make. And it's, it's, decide, it's like oh, quite that a... That makes sense, yeah. Furnace has a shield. Yep. Furnace has a shield. Ferret's got a tiny little one. Yep. Yeah. Ferret's got like a. Ferret's got so, a big fucking yeah. shield. So the only, I think the only uh, apprentice to have shield at the moment are Cast, obviously, with the two bladed shields yeah. he's got, and, and um, Alloy has one on his back. But those are very small and very simple shields. Yeah. Like. So for a master, it's about like how big an ornate shield can you make, or how, or in like Anvil's case, it's not particularly pretty, <laughs> but you're not going to break that thing ever. <laughs> Was Alloy's meant to look him? make him look a little bit like a ninja turtle because it does because he's got it's kind of it kind of encompasses a lot of his back it's coming a bit over his yeah, thing it, with the cowl and, and please the, say it's, yes it's definitely a little bit sort of like ninja viking um, slash assassin's creed there's definitely a this lot is, of that is definitely yeah, a sort yeah. of crossover I would like to see I want to see ninja and, vikings and we, have, yeah, we also have like we also have a bit of a, of a maverick artist sometimes in, in the form of Doug and we'll, what will happen Dude. is we'll, we'll give him <laughs> yeah we'll, so we'll, get, we'll give him an art brief and then sometimes he'll just take a little bit of flair and stick things a particular way yeah. and like that massive neck guard that was definitely not asked for, but you decided to go for anyway. Yeah. It's like, yeah, cool, whatever, go for it. Oh, well, that's oh, fine. That's good. Yeah, so, so it's, there's a collaborative effort between a lot of us to decide how a model looks. Yeah. Who's got a massive neck guard? He's got like a solid metal coin. Have you been eating Magnum ice cream today? No, 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 no. He's had too much water. He's too hydrated. Yeah, it's, it comes it comes up like here. It's oh. massive. Yeah. This there you guy. go. You were playing with him about five minutes ago. So, yeah, so great. Uh, models like veteran chisel where they are a less played model in the current season is then veteran chisel designed to oppose how O chisel will be in season four rather than in so um this particular batch of veterans uh, are another speciality in that they're or something else that makes them unique is unlike previous veterans we've made these veterans have been designed with the next edition of the game in mind yeah. mm. so veteran Excellent. chisel has been designed and play tested next to the changes we're going to make to O chisel yeah. basically so that's informs that uh, ensure, sorry, that it's future-proofed and that we know that these two models will have yeah. as fair a selection rate between the two of them as possible, which is a very difficult thing mm, when you're developing veterans because you're not only yeah. competing with every other model in the guild for a space on the team, you're directly competing with your original version. And there are times before we haven't quite got that right and that's another one of the things that we're looking to address in Season 4. So That's cool. I really like that. So you, men you mentioned that it's a discussion between yourself, uh, Show and Matt. Is that because... So I've always wondered, and I'm sure you've been asked before and I just may have not heard the... Um, the answers is how much does the fluff suggest or the background rather suggest which players are going to be changed and how they're going to be changed and is that done before you decide that with certain models at least before you decide that they're the ones that actually need the change in terms of gameplay as well so, so obviously you're including Sherwin so I, I assume obviously he's involved in some way in, in the other part of the development of the players so well, but. it's Every model is designed or has, goes through the same development process, mm. and that is there's an open discussion at first between the three, well, generally between the three of us, but sometimes other people include as well. Uh, and then we have an, an open discussion about which models we think should be made into a veteran, and it's basically making a pitch. And ultimately, okay. um, even though I'm classed as the lead developer on Guild Ball, that Matt Hart is still the creative director of the company, so he still yeah. has yes/no on everything, uh, or every major decisions. Yeah. So 
either I could like design a a pitch or, or Sherwin could design a pitch or even one of the other developers on the team are allowed to do that as well as long as they're you know, working with us and not just randomly doing it so yeah. so, you know, if they've only been assigned that task or been allowed to do it then yeah. everybody's like, do do is that how Captain know. Salt came about? yeah yeah uh, <laughs> Easy. <laughs> no comment. Uh, um, but so we'll take those pictures in from people that basically said you're going to have a go at this, see what you can come up with. But sometimes we'll have more than one person trying to come up with a different opinion of of what we should do, and yeah. then we'll basically have a discussion about once we've had all of those pictures come in, and then Matt will ultimately make the final decision on what models we're then going to go ahead and make. Okay. Once we've done that and got that concept designed, at that point we'll then talk about art briefs and talk about rules. So we make sure that we okay. we decide on course of action first with all these people, and then it will go into. The, like the actual development route so so every model that from that point onwards yeah, we know you're there for the <laughs> your droid, your droids acting yeah. up <laughs> Skynet can fuck off yeah. <laughs> uh, but one, once the model has been sort of determined or concept locked then how would you do today guys it wasn't Skynet in the recording it wasn't Skynet just cool. to do Sorry. work in your office oh my so days on a Sunday I didn't realise you were recording, otherwise I wouldn't have said that. No, it's fine. That's fine. We'll let it out. Sorry, I just have to beep. All you have to do is feature in the operations manager and then you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice to see you when you can catch your breath between laughs. It's really nice. <laughs> like you're having like, you're using like whole sentences. Your, 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 your skin tone is completely Mostly. normal. There's no, it's not bright Mostly. red. Yeah, well, if we've got, we've got an idea for another one. Um, yeah, I'd, 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 already be... I'd already posted about that. Oh, you've already spoken about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be funny. Yeah. Is that, the one where, sure is, that the, is that the doubles where one person assigns your influence in silence yes. and the other person has to do it with no conversation right. that's between? The person that will probably be best for assigning, assigning Ed's influence is probably Gaz. Just sit there giggling to himself. I'm, I'm learning the game. That's even but better. I but I don't know it. <laughs> so. This is also interesting. I never, I didn't know Gaz had legs. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. I've Look seen at those bad boys. <laughs> yeah. This, this is random because I've never seen. I thought you just sort of hovered at waist height. That's right. Oh, it's, it's your office. <laughs> I'll be honest. I thought Sunday was safe. You know. So is this <laughs> actual? Is this work or are you printing like cheeky stuff? <laughs> <laughs> he says, being recorded. <laughs> There's no microphone there is here. Absolutely nothing wrong with what I'm printing. <laughs> <laughs> um, a thousand flyers for a birthday party. I am going I, I to a wrestling event with say, Alex Hall. I was going to say, I thought I wrote that. And that's, that's what this is. Many apologies, gentlemen. <laughs> Not at all. Cheers, <laughs> man. Have a good one. See you later. P.S. Love the legs. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Strong calves. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's staying in. I mean, I really wish they could have video. We could have got a video clip of just how high Gaz managed to get his leg on that game desk just now. That was impressive. Limber, I mean, very limber. So faithful. So faithful. Like, Do you know, remember the point we were making before Gaz? Where's Gaz? Yeah, sure. Which player got um, revealed first? Was it the first player revealed was Sakana. Yes. Sakana. Sakana. Let's look at Sakana. So, ow, piss. What was it about him that you went, right, fish, <laughs> it's you? It's got a bit of metal Sakana. under my nail. So, this is probably. This is one of the ones that wasn't so much myself and Sherwin. This was, mo this was mostly kind of. the we weren't too fussed really I guess with the fish it sounds a bit like we don't care but it's not, <laughs> it's not kind monkeys. of like it was there was there was a couple of ones that we ruled out quite straight away because like for example you know by now that Angel and uh, Siren have sort of you know, intermin intermingled with the navigators of the world yeah, yeah. so that, that kind of ruled them out I guess of course and, you know, obviously Siren because she's already got a veteran didn't feel like she needed to have a season player just yet um, 
so it kind of came down to like Bryce was the person that's been playing the fisherman a lot recently which said oh, what do you think Bryce and he's like yeah I just talked about he wanted to talk about Sakana and it's a good opportunity to make a sort of another pirate style model I thought it was a cool idea and we sort of mm. ran with it really it was one of the less one of the sort of the less serious for lack of a better phrase less, less serious ones that we that we decided on just thought it was a really cool idea and it wasn't like this, this model just doesn't work is in current iteration or it, it doesn't see play or yeah. something significant has occurred in the in the background it was just yep. no do you know what let's just do it it'll be cool yeah let's do a cool idea let's, go yeah. make, let's make another pirate guy go for it yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I played against Fish where I did play against O yeah. which is he was in which there is, a lot. this is a choice so it's, what was the choice you were going for on this one so this guy it, I mean the thing about normal uh, sort of Osakan if you will is um, that he's He's almost like a mini shark in some ways. He's almost like a, like your stereotypical striker fisherman in many ways. Like he's, Absolutely. He does a little bit of everything quite well that you kind of just generally want on a fisherman team. Yeah. So the inverse of that is, I guess, you've taken that in a, but in a bit slightly more supporty way. Mm. So you've still got some very decent like basic stat line, like attack five anatomicals, very strong, decent speed. And then just some, some cool ideas of how you can, like again, take a parry theme. Raise the black flag was just an idea that, that Bryce had him instantaneously. And the original version of it was nuts. <laughs> uh, I think the original version of it was like, was minus two minus four and then my, plus two plus four oh, and stuff like that and I think, oh, I think at, one, yeah. one, at one point you could buy it with influence and stuff and there are there are things that change in playtest this is yeah. Yeah, yeah, this um, is yeah and like the G, I think when it still had a GB trigger but it was on two and stuff and there's yeah all kinds of things um it was more driven by the fact that he'd, he'd had a cool idea and we wanted to go for it. Yeah. The other thing that we knew that we wanted to instill within the fisherman and did drive his design a little bit was more to do with fancy, foot, foot, fancy footwork. And that's because the more that we do uh, design and redesign on the fisherman's guild in particular, we noticed that they have a similar problem to tooled up in the, sen in the sense of siren. I think I mentioned this yesterday, actually, yeah. um, in that sometimes it's quite difficult to build a fisherman team without siren, without normal siren. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um, so... One of the ways in which we can do that is we can look at like we, one of the options is looking at Nerfing Siren. That probably won't probably don't want to do that because that's she's a really cool and fun model. And I think we've got to a point where even though you do take her a lot, she's at a point where she's relatively well balanced in that like yes, influence yeah. influence stat is not as egregious as it was once Agreed. was. Um, the two three helps a lot. Yeah. Right, stuff like that. So, but there's still quite a lot of reliance in the team. So, I thought, what if we just give Fisherman access to like lesser abilities on a different chassis of player? It gives you the option to not take her if you if you want to. You've got a bit more that sort of different types of fish uh, list design. Yeah. Um. So that that particularly went into fancy footwork, which I think had different names in the in the early stages. But we always do a naming pass towards the end. So yeah. that was probably the serious part of his design is that we really wanted to definitely add that ability into the Fisherman to give you more options that are not Siren. Absolutely. Um. And it's been interesting actually here in all the podcasts talking about that particular aspect of Sakana and that it's, it's really weird in that we'd want to duplicate some of the things that you can only do on Siren wow why don't you just already take Siren well the main major thing between Siren and Sakana is is the chassis is, is the, the stats that are massively different you've got 10 health versus 15 mm. um, on Sakana it might not come into effect all that often but you've actually got better damage options yep, so yeah, on him as well you know if you need to finish a player off you never know um, and he's actually much more likely to steal the ball just with his tackle result because he's got arguably the best tackle result in Fisherman um, <laughs> with the two inch man his own and Anatomical tack on one. Absolutely. Yeah, you know. um, so yeah. So it's mainly driven by which what to make a really cool model with a bit of pirate, a uh, bit of pirate theme to it. I, but I, I was... love the piratical theme of it. Mm. Yeah, it's really interesting that it's designed in a uh, opposition to Siren rather than in opposition to the original Sakar. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I suppose because so he's in opposition to Sakara in the sense that he's the same player as the physical same name, yeah. but he's in opposition to or not but in opposition. He's, he's in contention. Well, we we can't. We can ourselves 
kind of gave ourselves a difficult job, an even more difficult job in that we wanted to balance him against not only not his original version, but Siren as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so, and I think we've managed to do it reasonably well uh, because like, in terms of just the discussion people have had so far, there seems to be quite a split between which version you'd want to take. And people are like, I'll have to try it to find out. There are some people that go, I definitely think this and I definitely think this, but there's not correlation of all those opinions in one direction. Yeah. If that makes some sense. But yeah, we talked to are both in the ten, and then yeah, it's it's like depending on matchup, which cigar you want. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. And, and some of it is per- personal, just personal yeah. taste. Which one do you prefer? Which one do you think will suit the way you want to play your Super team more? Pirates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> love pirates. What I would say is him being so poetical in, in both in the way that he plays, like his, his his book, his character plays, and also his physical. Have we seen the render for? Yeah. Oh, we have. He's, yeah, he's sort of staying with his. Yeah. He's got a with two. He hasn't got a hat. I think he's got a bandana. He's got a bandana, yeah. Bandanas are pretty <coughs> piratical. Half but bandana. why didn't he get to play for the Navigators, seeing as they look more like pirates as well? Uh, because what was the decision? I'm just curious to see. Yeah, it's I want pirate guild. It's correct. Navigators aren't pirates. They're, they're, they're merchants. Yeah, um, that's true. So even though they have a little bit of luck to them, that's not, that's not really the intended direction yeah. of them. Well, it's the same reason. It's, cause, it's just because the the angel model pirate. that we saw, obviously the three D print of Vengeance, and yeah. I think Windfinder in, partic- in particular looks at least like a privateer, if not a uh, if not a pirate. Sure. If you sure. want a pirate, veteran captain Saul. Moving on, who was next? Chisel <laughs> um, so Chisel was next. Chisel was next. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's tough because Chisel is a model that a lot. Of, I actually really like Chisel to clarify because I yeah. want a football so. Because she's got a two inch and a low tackle, I'm all over it. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Yep. But generally, that doesn't seem the case. Mm-hmm. The but most recent players I've talked to are, I, if I had more slots in my yeah. roster, I would play Chisel. But because the Masons that are good are so good, and the captains feel quite binary a lot of the time. Whereas, like, because you, Vet Harmony, you almost mm. never play with Honor. Yeah. And then normal Harmony, you always <clears throat> never play with Hammer. That's like four slots. Gone. Interesting. Yeah, the, Plus the, you've this, got... there are there are times, and this is a a, design, a development problem that we've had with the Masons, is that a lot of the original team almost feels like it builds itself sometimes. Yeah. Like if you're taking yeah. Honor, then you're probably taking Marbles. If you're taking Marbles, why don't you just take Brick? If yeah. you're taking yeah. Brick and Honor, why don't you just take Normal Harmony? And you always right? And that's yeah. Right. And then you always right. think to work to five of your six players, right, or ten players for your roster that's already. Expense, so you just take this one. <laughs> so with with the um, more recent uh, Mason releases. I mean, obviously, particularly with Veteran Chisel, um, we've tried to make it so that they're not, they specifically don't have these abilities to tie them to somebody else because the Masons have already got so many of those. We don't want to basically like giving you pre-team construction problems yeah. more of that because they have more of that than probably anybody else, I think, in terms of time, like where they're tied together. And it can it can actually where it's so maybe what Smiths, it's, maybe Smiths, sure, fair enough. Apart from Smiths, um, but. Uh, What's the point I was going to make? Now? Sorry, I've interrupted. That's, that's <laughs> pre- how we roll. Pre-construction of the Masons teams. Yeah, I mean, um, it's the as you were saying, it's like when you you end up taking five models because you know that you have to have them. Where it's the double captain, double honor, double honor, double, double harmony. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm at the point I was going to make now, which was which was. <laughs> I mean, technology's just like going on its own. Yeah. If it's not me, it's the computer interrupting. The, the original, the original idea behind those kind of abilities, like protected those kind of things yeah. or defense support, was that it was giving you an additional reason to take those models on top of what they normally do, and that they could they were supposed to be able to work on their own in a vacuum. Yeah. But that's not how they've ended up being. They've ended up being a limitation where you almost feel like you need to take these models together to get the full benefit of everything. Yeah. 
Um, so it's just not something that quite worked out as planned. So that's why over time, over the like, if you track the seasons, those abilities have slowly, slowly been phased out. I think one of the first ones to go was tactical advice, where we really got like lowered in the amount of effect it had yeah. because we weren't happy with the negative impact it was having on team construction. Um, and anyway, we know it's been a prolonged problem for the Masons. Basically. So is so, this is this chisel? I know you can't talk about season four chisel, but when you're looking at her and going, right, the choice you're going to make is that. Were you looking at season four chisel as that choice rather than season three chisel as the choice? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, as I say, the the this uh, the veteran chisel has been designed and developed alongside the changes to knowledge. Oh, excellent. Specifically. So. Oh, forward. Yeah, which well, makes sense because you have you have to have you have to have that in mind when you're designing her. Otherwise, it's just going to cause the same issues that you wanted to avoid further down the line. Yeah. You've just played a game with her. How did yes. you find it? I I really enjoyed her, but currently I feel like the I had to drop harmony for her. Right. I hate dropping harmony. But like she physically does do work and like harmony is my personal preference and if I was playing a tournament I would play harmony just because I enjoy Link that much. Yeah. But I feel like she is a valid option, she is good, she does well, Momentous tackle with a two inch melee her just playbook is so good. Like, yeah, playbook, I really her like her defensive stats and like just her general stats in general are fantastic. The problem can get, I think, where you've got to almost work to make the rules relevant. Because like assist it feels is very easily to uh, get round because she doesn't have a knockdown. So you've got to go on someone who's already activated. Right. And then in honor, why aren't you doing that? Marbles, but she's a two inch, so she can do slightly more, get around up to movement, which she did today. But is this the case where maybe you consider taking her in a hammer team just to give him yeah. another absurd Does damage buff? Damage well, yeah. why, would you not, why would you not have three damage buffs on him? Why would you not have him doing, I mean, what's that, five on two? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's generally because a lot you don't need that to kill most players. No. Yeah, but it's funny. It is very funny. <laughs> it is very funny. I want to see someone like full to nothing fang tooth. Full. I did that today. <laughs> that sort of thing. So I want to see <laughs> full to nothing the models with full to nothing Grange when he's got tough hide up. Let's see that happen. I, I really that. like her actually. I really like her. I just feel that she's going to help me football, she's going to assist me in getting my two kills. I just really like it's her. It's nice having in honour at least a alternative, to, a something to deal with conditions because you don't tend to yeah. take harmony. I know some people doing like the smoke matchup where you can mm. strap uh, harmony and then like go last and smoke something alone. But she does that herself, which is nice. Yeah. The other thing I do like about her is in just, I know it's not, it's not I'm going to be able to get quite as in depth as you, Dan, but, but I do like the idea that if you've got a player who had three influence and was going to do something useful and then your opponent just locks them down, they're going to do absolutely nothing that turn. If Chisel can activate, she can just walk over and take their influence and do something I with it. Which sort I, of came up today. Uh, I think it means that your influence that would get shut out, which people can basically remove from the table without actually taking the player off, she can make use of it. I was playing against uh, Order, or what the current, like, Order? The, the Order yeah, lineup yeah. that's available, yeah. The Order lineup that's available. Um, and I, I, my, it was my problem. I misallocated turn one. I gave three to Flint. And then I realised halfway through turn one, I don't want to give the Order the ball. I don't want to score. Yeah. And she allowed me to, like, Move that onto on and off. She strapped herself, so I go last with a five influence on her, which is not something you can't normally do. Yeah, which was nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting one. Is it a choice that you take her for specific matchups? You know how we were talking that there's a certain model. Do you think that the model you'll be putting it in your ten because it will be the one you take when someone drops X or Y? Yeah, fuck Melissa. You know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you, you are, you are the doesn't care anymore. <laughs> there's there, there's that in mind with the um. Also, as you said, the moving influence. It also means that with, I don't know, I've had experience with it where you'll stack someone because you're worried about 
uh, putting too much influence on them to kill them. Yeah. So say for example with me, if I've got six stack ballista and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to put six because I think I can kill him in four, but I don't want to waste the two. It means you just stack six on them, do four four attacks, yeah. leave two on them, activate chisel, and then lift off and put it on someone else. Yeah. You can still yeah. do that, can't you? Yeah. That's so I mean, just, that's it's, what I was just. Honor sits there with honor sits there with six, does four attacks, kills, kills the person. You don't waste your two. You hold two on honor, activate chisel, shift your two, and yeah. move it across. Yep. I mean, it gives you that safety net. If that makes sense. Is, is there yep. an element of like when you're running that she, she learns it from hammering the way the hammer takes influence off people? She moves. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big believer yeah, like in uh, that, like as just not even necessarily to do to game development, but I think like the people that like, this is going to get really deep. This from saying something right? Is Share it. Share it. The, the, the pe- <laughs> people we are today is a product of everything that we've done, good and bad. <clears throat> and True. even though that she re- she regrets elements of her past, she still knows there are certain things she can take from that. And I think that's something that's true in real life as well. Isn't like this can we can apply that to her story yeah. as well. So yes, absolutely. She still yeah, learned cool. from it. It may have had <clears throat> negative impact, but it had, she she learned. Thanks. Lots okay. of things wrong with Hammer, but he's still good at the game. You get a car. Still an <laughs> asshole. Still. An you asshole. get influence. You get an influence. So who <laughs> is one person? One person. Someone steals. Yeah. Okay. There's not okay. enough reason to be an asshole. To who everybody. was next? Was it Spigger or Fangers? Uh, Spigot was Spigot. first because Spigot. it took yeah, an extra Spigot. week until you could stop being so excited. I mean, Spigot. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you're still. Yeah, that's true. Oh my Have god, this dude. I mean, I love O Spigot. Vet Spigot is fine. He's just not the one, the one I want to play. But I still like him as a model. Yeah. Every version of Spigot now is brilliant, brilliant, and I love them all. So, what was his decision? Because he's not really. He wasn't in the union before and you brought yep. him in. What was the vibe? So there's a couple of things uh, driving the design of both uh, Spiga and um, Veteran Fangtooth in that obviously whenever we're making a veteran model we like to hark back in, in a sort of any way we can to previous versions themselves yeah. which we've also done quite a lot here and on uh, Veteran Fangtooth as well. But also that they have a, a very well-defined purpose from the beginning in that they are the two models that are coming into the order to help m- make them a, a minor guild that functions on their own yes. independently. So um, we know that one of the things that the that the order were lacking is a little bit more extra damage to help them get to takeouts they'll occasionally need um, because they're they're not going to have all the same um, score scoring toolkit as say the fishermen will so they don't they don't have a siren type model they can't, yes. they don't have seduced they don't have shark <laughs> right so uh, any other team that is not going to be as um, skewed into just playing f- football as the, as shark fishermen is going to need occasionally to do a takeout or two yeah. and then yeah. that, so we know that that was going to be part of what um, of what Seasons Bigger and Veteran Fangtooth could bring to the team so, so that, proper murderers right <laughs> and, and between between that um, requirement for the team and all the previous versions that they've had and any and the fact that he's also changing guilds as well so when you are making a, like a third version of a, of a model or a second version of a model you don't even though you want to have them be related to the first version you don't want to just make the same model again yeah um, but when they're changing guilds they're then you've got a little bit more flexibility to copy earlier earlier parts of themselves. So, yeah. so I've heard the comment before that Season Spigot kind of feels like an amalgamation of veteran and original Spigot. It's which kind is, of what he is. Yeah, it's probably not yeah. far from the, from the truth. But the, and the fact that he's changed guilds allowed us to do that a little bit as well to make the exact version of the uh, that we wanted to make that fits perfectly into into the order as, as much as we can. So the, there's those three elements that just kind of like helped us design. So going going back to our to my occasional DBZ analogies, <laughs> yeah. he's basically oh, when Vegeta and Goku are forced <laughs> to do fusion despite Vegeta not really liking that so that they can become uh, Vegito. Vegito that's yeah but that's why oh, that's why the Patora that's why the Patora earrings that the uh, that the Kai's given so it could be I think they go Gogeta in uh, probably GT yeah. so it's either Gogeta or Vegito so that they can defeat Boo so Boo is the union 
I like saying Continue. But it was so, validated because he joined in, so it's per- Jamie joined in, so I'm, uh, it's fine. I won. So he is bonkers. He's brilliant. Well, he, Jamie's so good. Oh, he's great. I mean, I played him yesterday in Playtest Day, and yeah, it was fun. It was just like you have the ball, I have it back. I'm going miles. I'm scoring. What are you going to do? You're on the ground. Fuck you. It was just <laughs> great. Yeah. He's just like a Swiss Army knife. I like. And it was weird, like, you know when you've got bone saw and you're a bit like, well, bone saw's going to miss this. Yeah. Like, and he does. Like, <laughs> the, the, the poor chap you played today. Oh, oh my God. Him, you weren't here for that. that so Barry played in the, in the Falconers launch event uh, yeah. upstairs. It was your story, Barry. No, it's, do it's as bad as it sounds. What's that? You Three dice pass, two inches away from Obelisk. Sure. One and two twos. Brilliant. He misses, the ball scatters off, so he walks the under his advance, picks it up, tries again, yep. passes Dobbers, two ones and a two. Yep. Uh, bone sore. Like, Poor bastard. <laughs> but like, with Spigot, I was like, well, I'm never missing this. And I didn't. I was just like, yeah, sixes for days, running for days. It was so good. He went in on Esther's when she was down and just smashing up. And I was like, I think I'm going to play order for this model. Mm. I love him that much. Things I saw, he has balls season Spigot yeah. do like yesterday. I saw him move one model 12 inches, move two models 4 inches. Yeah. Uh, I saw him do, like, I think about 18 damage over the course of his activation. Yeah. And I saw him score on two influence. Yeah, it was the scoring on <laughs> so two good. influence that got me. It was the yeah. fact that, yeah, so I kick off, you go and recover the ball, you pass something, oh, well, he's only got two. Brisk is off six, that's the threat. Two, boop score. What? What's really cool is yeah, there's all this bonkersness, but at no point, I think, is anyone going to tilt because it's all dice <laughs> Barry. Yeah, well, <laughs> now now retract, we stupid. I retract yeah. the statement. <laughs> yeah. Season four, when um, people are gonna tell okay. when their order. Okay, yeah. that's probably okay. Yeah. When For now, order, there are some very shaped problems. What I mean is, there's things he's got to do. He's got to roll dice. He's got to do that. Do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like. Here, have all the things. And although he's a 3 2, he's only got 14 boxes. Once yeah. you start damaging him, he's not got a great but deal of he, boxes. He Range feels... templates are going to tear him. I'm going to have, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have so much yeah. fun. This is my point. <laughs> I think you're going to have so much fun with him and doing mm. stuff, mm. and he's going to be great. And I think it's going to be satisfying to play. I think yes. if you can pull off, certainly with Fangzi that we'll come on to next. The puzzle, if you can get this like puzzle box of goal scoring, you're just going to be like, best goal I've ever scored. Mm. Mm. It's going to be great. Ball. His counter-attacks are blocking, so... Yeah. But that's not... <laughs> well, everyone's going to have a weakness. Exactly yeah, right. Correct. Exactly yeah, right. If I think about it, O-Spigot's counter... All of the Spigots have yeah. poor counter-attacks. Yeah. Unless, you, unless like, Ball's gone is the best result on that particular moment. Yeah. Which, is, which, that's it really, true. which it really is. Yeah. Who's, who's charging a spigot when they have the ball? Right. Yeah. Right. Or going out. I've got it. It's going to be fine. It's, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Well, no, they haven't got the ball. He's, he's got the ball where they charge to take it off him and then he takes it off him and passes. Yeah. If someone charges yeah, him, the Unbelievable techers, Matthew. Haven't both him and uh, Vetspigot got close control? Point of order. Just having a look. He has got close control. So, do you want to just. No, because they could count. Like, what's that? You put my close control. Fine, now I'll count them. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Wrap into the double tackle, obviously. Come on. Oh, we've seen the dice. We've seen my dice. I do. Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. How, what's your feeling on him? Because like, we love him. Have you been playing him? Um, not, no, not personally. Go but for it, um, yeah, because we, we have. Um, even though I try and get as many games as I possibly can, either with or against each model that we create. In this case, it's been more games against him than playing with him. 
And obviously we use, uh, we've got ex- quite a number of external playtest groups that we rely on feedback of course. for as well. But we also do quite a lot of testing here at HQ. Like we'll do a staff testing evening, one of, one of the evenings, for instance, per week. Um, and, and yeah, I think it, what, what's, what I love about Veteran Spigot, oh, Season Spigot, sorry, is that he's a, he, him and Veteran Fangtooth sum up uh, a, quite a big change in design philosophy, I guess, which is that we used to be quite a lot more conservative with the models that we're making, particularly when they're bringing new stuff <coughs> to the table. Right. Um, so a good example of where I think this went wrong is when we originally released the Hunters and we were just far too conservative in the way that we released them. And they were they were, they were were overcomplicated for a start, but they were also just not very strong. Um, and mm. because that they, they'd just been toned down too much in playtest. Um, obviously, we've since fixed that with a number of arts, et cetera. Yeah, marvellously so, now. Right, so now, not that we're being less cautious, but just now that we've got so many more years of experience playing with our own system, we know that there are more things that we can get away with and sometimes we're, we're a bit more willing to lean into the fact that this might be quite strong it's fun though isn't it <laughs> yes. um, and as long as people are having fun and, and, and people are having fun playing against it then we're a bit more willing to accept that it's alright yeah you know um, so that's what he represents to me quite a lot no, and Fangtooth as well I think oh, he's yeah, great like I love him Spigot Blue Spigot Blue Spigot Blue Although that was actually veteran Spigot as to, well wasn't it? to clarify that's because of Bex Blue non-alcoholic beer he's sure. dry sure sure I like it too, but I had to explain it. Thanks, Barry. You're welcome, fella. No, he's good. Looking, <laughs> looking forward to it. He's got balls gone. That's anything like that. Yeah, balls gone bonkers. They all the have. Heroic. What? what the the heroic. heroic. I'm open. The heroic. heroic. Oh, it's so not. It's super. I'm open. Because he can make me pass open. to someone else. Do you realise it's five to three already? Oh, oh, right. oh sorry. Moving on. Yeah, Fang tooth. Dan, go. He's great. I love him. Um, the end. Uh, I like resilience, new glut mass. Yeah, cool. resilience, new glut mass because now you can put it on on whatever you want. Pop glut models. Yep. Pop belly passes again. How you get a lot of the movement? Like, yeah. yeah. Pop belly pass when you played me yesterday. Fucking hell. It's a bit risky. So I'm just going to move this one and this one. I'm going to pass ball back. Bing, 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 bing. Oh, Nothing's where it fucking was. A really nice model to slide around with. Espr- uh, yeah, Esprit because yes. then why? Because you can imagine her skipping and him. Because he's a lot of the side of him. And then if the ball's free over base. here, you go this way, and then you can pop any pass off him to get closer to the You've got a nice way to oh, get a lot of extra movement between him and uh, the. I was more joking thematically so just... about the guy dodging four. Yeah. The decision Six. for Fangtu, in obviously Sherman's writing, it was like Fangtu was kind of left out. Like, mm. that was all planned. You knew he was coming to yep. the order. So. Yep. What a fan to forget it was just you needed a damage guy. He seemed the right guy. Yep, absolutely. Cool. Uh, and and that we, you know, he seemed like a really. I just love the idea of, of taking Fangtooth, and then obviously you, you love the idea of torturing someone. That's not a thing to say. Love the idea of the fact that like you take the, the thing that was Fangtooth, you change him up slightly. He's been through this. He's been through this big torture process, but then you put the what, what Fangtooth was into uh, the the same armor style as Benediction. Has. Yeah, and so that's just the idea of that is really really cool. Yeah. And then uh, the mace that came out as well uh, it's weird that we've made so many different weapons in uh, Guild Ball but until now we've never made a mace which is so weird because it seems so it's like a common weapon that, mm. you know, that we've heard that's of not before. a mace it's a metal tree <laughs> that's true it's, 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 it's a large mace yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the 2 on 1 I mean it's good right it's pretty good <laughs> how like did he have that from the off in your development yes um, and it was another thing we like pushing the boundaries doing different things with players it, uh, weirdly it's not actually something that's unique to him it's it's the first time we printed that on the card, but Ox has been around since. Oh, of course, of course. And he's actually not. He doesn't have one damage because he's got the owner all the yeah. time. Um, so weirdly, it's not. Even though it's the first time it's been printed on a card, it's not the first time it's actually been in the game yeah. because it's been yeah. in the game since the beginning. Yeah, of um, course. But veteran Fangtooth is um, another model along a, a similar line of a new breed of damage dealers that we've done. Scourge is another good example of 
low number of attacks, high quality of attacks that he makes. Yeah. Because he has the same thing. He has an inbuilt damage buff, so he has two on the one. He has yeah. Momentous three on the two, in exactly the same way as Veteran Fang does. Yeah. And there are, there are other slight differences between them, and obviously, like, you've got disease and you, the, the way that the rat catchers work versus the way the order works. But it, it's a really interesting way for us to make these sort of... The idea as well, if, if they can only make three attacks, it's these more slow-moving, massively heavy hitters, and it's, it's about imagery sometimes there for these yeah. models and the idea of somebody being really slow but hitting really hard is, is really cool and exciting to us as well as the fact that pop belly pass the imagery of that is just hilarious to me yeah, <laughs> just yeah. if he's just walking along the mind's own business and then he doesn't even have to be off, off that he could just be, hit him on the head it just, it just bounces off him just yeah. kicking like trick shots off his arm yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. it does feel like this guild is going to be one of those guild like if you line up all, all up you got what do you want to play and you bring some beginners in who have never seen it hmm. it feels like that might be when they go well I'm having them hmm. Hmm. There's something about this guild, I think, that's really, or minor guild, I should say, that's really interesting, and well, I'm excited. Like that, and I think the I like the art's exciting, <laughs> the cards are exciting. I think people are going to really warm to them. I yeah. think they dis- yeah. I think they display perfectly mm. in terms of you, yeah. put, you put them down on the table. They you've got a superstar striker, fucking cool guy with a massive mace. You've got you, you've well, got it all. Yeah. As soon as the season three book dropped, you saw the little tiny benediction yeah. on the cover, and you were like, "I want a guild of these." Yes, yeah. damn straight. Yeah. Yeah. Damn straight. I'm just going to say we pick up the pace a little bit because obviously I'm conscious yeah. of Jamie's sure. time constraints because he doesn't. As soon as you have to go, we can, we can push it. We can push it a little bit. It's okay, but yeah. So you just say yeah. to us to shut up. Well, that <laughs> brings us to I think vet calculus. Do we do calculus. Calculus. Yeah, yeah. calculus, and then Cinder's last. Yeah, that's right. So we've just had Cinder. Please do talk to us about calculus. So this is, you know, when I was talking about all, the fact that all these models have been designed alongside season four changes yeah. for for the for their equivalent model. Yeah. Now, calculus is unique in this set of models because she has been designed in versus the set of changes that we're making to the alchemist guild as a whole. Ooh. Um, so, <clears throat> so just as for going from season two to season three, the engineers. Skynet. The engineers were, yeah. The engineers were considered to be sort of the biggest changer as a guild overall. Yeah. Happened. The alchem- the alchemists are probably season four's version of the engineers, and the overall they are probably going to have the largest number of changes uh, really? in terms of and the and the biggest changes to their core design and how they work. And the reason why we're doing that, and this is totally moved away from veterans of calculus. No, we're not having it. Keep going. But, it's, but it's entirely oh, no, like it's, it's, but, it's, <laughs> but it's 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 really it's um, very important to <laughs> yeah. talk about anyway. Yeah. Um, in that. Particularly, the smoke play style can be uh, not particularly fun to play against. Midas doesn't see the table much anymore. I mean, in general, our development of Midas over the years has, has been kind of its peaks and troughs. He's, he's been seen too much or seen not enough. We haven't quite got it right in general with the Alchemists. Never really been happy enough with them. Um, so, having another real stab at them as a whole. Oh, that's really exciting. Um, so, to try, so the, yeah, so try and make them you a bit more. Back on the Mario 4. Try and make more interesting play style. And this is this is going to be her, her season four card. So we don't currently have any changes planned for veteran calculus. And this is cool. this is a good example of the kind of things you can expect to see. So as a, a bit more of a spoil, if you take what spillage looks like, uh, which is the each time this model makes a kick, enemy models within four inches of this model suffer the poison condition, and Oof. then relate that to a similar ability that is actually Midas's legendary play. Oh well, I yes. right? So imagine this kind of ability on Midas all the time, but fire. Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd really rather not because a combination of that and her character play Sticky Bomb, as a Brewers player, I don't like the idea of minus four, minus four move across my guild. Okay. Like, Jesus. So, shame you don't like and it. Some, something, that's been, something that's been a bit of a challenge, but at the same time quite useful for designing the season four alchemists, um, is that 
people have noticed that there's a lot more anti-condition tech coming in, in generally, generally yeah. across the game, and that does affect the alchemists, being that they're incredibly reliant on their conditions. But it's actually been quite useful and helpful to us in terms of developing, developing them, because previously when you only had anti-condition tech in certain places, it would be the alchemists would have this play stable, like stable balance level, yeah. and then occasionally you've got to account for this really one weird thing that will completely offset it, this yeah. one every now and then. Yeah. Whereas if you have decent anti-condition uh, anti tech across the board, then suddenly you've got a more stabilized line again that you can plan for the whole way through. Yeah, okay. that makes some sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a good way of doing that with the alchemists, and a good answer to that problem of there being a lot more anti-condition tech, is that the alchemists will generally have a, a, a drastically increased method of putting conditions out onto people, but in a different way than they currently do it. So it's not going to be a method of them going, here's conditions, here's stuff that screws with your playstyle, and I'm going to sit on this side of the table. That's going out the window. It's conditional conditions. If you will. It, yeah. yeah. It's, it's also like... <laughs> you, you can have that, Jamie. Um, I like That's free, so, yeah. To, to drill down into Spillage a little bit more, she can put out a heck of a lot. Of, as you've seen in the middle of a team, she could infect an entire team of yeah. with poison at once. If she if she scores a goal in the middle of the team or, or whatever, kick, makes a kick. Yeah. That's a big aura. Yeah. Big yeah. Sorry. How's it, what is, like, it, is it when it so, just makes a kick? So if you like, yeah. kick to space, right? Yeah. Whenever, whenever, whenever she makes a kick, so that's a pass, a shot, snapshot, any kind of kick. Yeah. Any, yeah. any kind of kick. This is like waffer thin ham for vegetarians. Any kind of kick. Right. So <laughs> um, I was asking the wording. So. The answer to that is that she can she can put poison out on an entire team at once oh. if she's in the correct place. Each alchemist will be a bit more like this, where they can potentially put a huge amount more conditions out because there is more anti-condition mm. ability in the game. But this relies upon her being very close to the enemy team. She's yeah. within four inches of every single model. Yeah. She's, she's impacting. So That's true. has the ball. Right. So, yeah. So I was saying, will there... I know you can't say much. Will there still be a model that will benefit from someone being conditioned when they go in to punch them? Can Barry still play with Vetka? That question's a bit too specific, unfortunately. Okay. Vetka's going to be a footballer now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, that, so, weird, so that wasn't... So it's probably going to be a new team. We can't really say about a choice for yeah. that because we know nothing it's about what right. so it is. Calculus without knowing the full context of the right. system. Right, because at the minute we're going, oh, it's exactly. a choice between blind or this, but that's not really relevant to this discussion. Interesting. Who knows right. Oh, I'm a little bit... Excited? Excited. I've got a tingle for Alchemists. You like more inch kicks than Alchemists, though. Yeah, if, yeah. I, if I could have that. So, just back on that. You know you said you had trouble with them. How much of Midas's trouble was the fact that it was... His very creation was that Kickstarter where the chat generated him? Aside. <laughs> uh, quite, <laughs> quite, quite a bit. Um, and it's not, Say no more. You know, it's... I don't want to persecute the guy. It's not his fault. No, I'm trying to make a cool model. But, Damn straight. But if, if, if we if we could turn back in time and make the captain the perfect captain for the alchemist that we wanted to make, we probably would have made smoke first, of course, and then made something else afterwards. But it's it, um, that's the way it shaped up. It, it, it's unfortunately sort of hampered the things that we can do with the, the alchemist for quite a while. And we've been we've been struggling to to deal with it and find ways of doing it. I don't think we've quite found the correct answer yet. And I say it's not down to the person that originally designed it. He just wants to make a cool model. And uh, fair, and fair, yeah. play, fair play and, to him. And he yeah, did. No, all right. Right. Yeah. He, 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 he did. Yes, he did. Um, but it just it didn't quite gel with the way that the alchemists have ended up playing. That was all. So. Yeah, cool man. Uh, now we're on to the one. Yeah, the most important one. Let's yeah, speaking one. of one rounding models. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, you, you were there yesterday I when I played. <laughs> I when I, when I uh, got to got to try her out. So we'll sell that one. That was bonkers, Matthew. Because yeah, you can talk about that because everything, even though that was the part of the test yesterday, everything that happened in that particular situation. Is this is, is, is still is, relevant? Is relevant it's because still doable it was now. All doable with entirely S three models. Yes, 
So it was it was a tooled up vet cinder going into a uh, veteran, so seasoned spigot who had been weak pointed. Yep. And I think he weak. had his defense knocked down by did not knock down as he well. Was he, point, he was weak pointed. He was. I think he was I think it was just weak pointed, and I just spiked on that roll, mm-hmm. and then I shock. Matthew Spike, you've seen my dice today. Yeah. A, they were tragic when I was playing you. I missed two five dice part shots against you. So, so there, was a num- there was a number of buffs in there, and she came in, she charged, basically, didn't she? She did eight damage, eight momentous damage. She did eight momentous and wrapped to the, uh, to the two up to three. The two up to three, and, and he's taken two damage already, I think. No, no, no. I oh, know, no, because no, no, the plus the three on the sweet three charge yeah. just killed him. It's three to hit, killed him straight off. Yeah. Free attack. And obviously the free sweep hit Harry as well, who had also yep. engaged. Yep. The, three, the free attack, yeah, took off his arm, Burning arm then yeah. hit Harry. Then she put two more attacks into Harry and had him down to, after burning, he was on four health at the top of the round. Yep. So next turn, I hit him to bait a counter-attack, took the, moment, the non-momentous dodge on two, out, yep. charged back in <laughs> to engage Harry and vet a seasoned brisket, yep. killed him on the charge... Did a free attack into Brisket, and, <laughs> and then three. my fourth influence into Brisket, leaving oh. her on about six health because oh, she was engaged by three of two or three of my models. So good. I was, I was just like, oh, it's like I want Sephiroth, the Sephiroth theme from Final Fantasy, whilst I'm doing stuff like that. It, <laughs> it, was, an, like, it was an absolute thing of beauty. And when we originally, when we originally designed the blacksmiths, um, the idea behind the apprentices that they even they remember as well that. To, to track back a little bit, there were, there were quite a lot of things affecting that situation. There's a number of crowd outs, yeah. there were a number of um, debuffs and buffs. Absolutely. And that's nice. So they've taken a reasonable amount of setup. <laughs> sure. But they've taken a reasonable amount of setup. And yeah. the alchemists, are, uh, it's not alchemists, sorry, uh, apprentices are supposed to be able to do that level of explosiveness yeah. when they've had that yes. level of setup. Yeah. Exactly. It's worth pointing out to anyone <clears throat> either tilting or backing up their own tilt with my testimony here, uh, <laughs> Your Honour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> For the rest of the game, she did damn near nothing because once she was engaged by one or two models or just I didn't have the influence to throw to yeah. give her four, she kind of just occasionally does a little bit of immense damage here and there. Yeah. You really, it takes work to get out of her, the nonsense. Yep. So she is balanced, I promise. Don't change it. <laughs> if you commit to something and then don't finish it off, if you commit to the wrong model where it's like gutter, yeah. you are Probably just staying there for well, a while. I went in on your stage when I was playing, didn't I? Yeah. And I got him down. I just was like, boom, boom, boom. And he was just her on her own. No setup. Mm. And I got staved down to what, four? You got staved down to two. Two. So I'm thinking, well, I've, I've done this. I hadn't. Um, what happened? Like, <laughs> he, like, just things happened. I just kept healing. It was like, well, let's just mulch on Cinder. And it is. Cinder like, was just overextended, so I just sat on her for the rest yeah. of the game. And yeah, yeah. For someone like me who's a bit of a moron, that's the danger with her. I think you're so like, well, if I go for that charge, I'm going to get all that damage. There's three people. Yeah, yeah and three it, people. Exactly. Don't do it. Especially if at least one of them is a two inch melee. Don't yeah. do it. It's not worth and it. And I think yeah. you could overextend your so much more. Absolutely. About I mean, the setup. And the other side of that as well is there were, when I was giggling watching that game yesterday because there were a number of points <laughs> at which you were like, how many of my own models am I going to hit with this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably worth it though. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. It's just like, okay, I have to find the trade off between doing three damage to two of my own models, but damn near guaranteeing this kill. Yeah. 
And it's, it's worth knowing, knowing that I forget, it was either yourself or uh, Dan who was watching who pointed out to me that Searing Strike doesn't affect your models, it's it only enemy. Because that then guaranteed, yeah, it was. Because then I was just like, well, it's only three damage. Yeah. <laughs> who cares? As long as they're not on fire and losing their armor. Yeah. Do, 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 do. It's, cool, it's cool, this 18 damage I've just caused is worth the 12 damage to my own team. That's not that's not. Yeah, yeah, but also two points. And two points. And, you know, there's momentum there, so I think I was justified. It's like so, measure, uh, measuring out gutter circles all over again, going, no, no, oh, no. No. Oh no, there's a 2-0 model on the floor. I mean, it's going to be the perfect spot where everyone dies. Yeah. I, really, I really like that the blacksmiths have a sexy flaming tater. <laughs> I mean, I love that. Yeah. So she seems great. And so the decision with her, would you say then that was more of a story decision than it was looking at the guild and going, who needs a decision? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I like like that. We, one, the main decision we wanted to, that we thought about quite a lot was whether we wanted to take an apprentice and make them into a master. Um, and the main reason we decided not to do that is because we thought that that would bring in sort of mason levels of team construction problems. Because yeah. if you're trying to think about not only that whether you want to bring which version of a model, but also the fact that that crosses over between you can't take the apprentice with version with the master version or whatever. That yeah. just causes yeah, that's you, true. We thought that was going to cause Blacksmith players too much of an issue considering that they haven't had as many really, like they don't have as many, access to as many models as the other major guilds do currently. Yeah. So this would be the 13th one for the moment. Yeah. Um, versus most major guilds have got like 15 or whatever plus union. Yeah. Um, so that was it was either going to be a master instead of master or an apprentice instead of apprentice now we might do that in a future release don't know it's something that is definitely open to us and it's an interesting thing for us to do at some point but mm. we didn't think that was something we wanted to do this time and then then we'd had a look at the different apprentices and decided or masters which one we want to advance the story on Sherwin had a fantastic idea for what to do with Veshen Cinder and, and we went with it so. it's great yeah. well, it, I can't wait to read the background surrounding no, this like, in, in detail I mean I'm, I'm loving the blacksmith's fluff that's coming out every mm. Thursday it's Wednesday Thursday? Wednesday fluff day Wednesday fluff day and Thursday spoiler day yeah, yeah. <laughs> So in terms of when you're playtesting Smiths, because of the, the natures of pairs, does it make it harder when you want to make this model uh, like another version of a model? Because when you're, when you're going with half, you kind of go, well, I've got half, I've got alloy in mind, let's put them together, you've mm. got ferret and iron. She's very much a loner, but still feels like uh, Furnace is probably a good shout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's definitely a conscious decision there to make her a little bit more independent than most apprentices, which you can tell by the fact that she doesn't have like a tutelage or or whatever. She doesn't have something specifically linking her to another master except that she just happens to work well with Furnace, which is a quite nice way of doing it, I guess. Um, So yeah, it was definitely a conscious choice to do that. And... Hmm. No, I think think that's that's all I've got for the question. I think there's another point, but I think that's probably it. The other point that Dan Dan made is about she's the first... um, apprentice who really sets up another apprentice yeah, we, yeah that is specifically that is something we're very careful of the apprentices and that they are yeah. supposed to be limited in the amount of setup they have and we had big questions over whether she was even going to get searing strike because it's technically an element of setup but there are yeah. small elements of setup in another in other apprentices yeah. like iron has a non-momentous knockdown <laughs> sledge has a non-momentous knockdown and i think he's got a momentous one really far up actually yeah. There's, yeah, there's, yeah there's elements of it but it is specifically controlled because that's meant to be the job of the masters to do that. exactly and she only um, specifically sets up one other apprentice really in cast right, obviously right. she's the one who can, yeah. can potentially give cast yeah. one or two new targets yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean dropping people's armor is useful across the board yeah. but, oh, but in terms of yeah. the, the burning setup definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah she's so good i mean if tough tough question if we said who's your when you look at this box and you go do you know what no, that is there one that just rises above? 
Well, I can tell you, like, my, my favorite has changed over time. I don't know if in, in terms of what's my favorite in terms of our development, but in terms of, like, which one's just personally my favorite, it used to be originally, like, as soon as I saw the Fangtooth artwork come through, yeah, there, yeah. I wasn't even in the office that day. And I was just like, type, look at this! This is fantastic! And I was like, next time I was running around showing people, like, whoever, whoever I could show, I was like, look at this, this is amazing! They so gave him a wash! Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he was like originally my favorite of the set and then when we come to came to playtesting cinder and i play i managed to play with cinder a couple of times and then did similar things to what you did yeah. yesterday with her exploding teams when you got the right set i was like nope this is new my favorite now at this point just again in some of the imagery behind just just flying in and just like, flying yeah, around man. she's got smart cool. can't wait cannot <laughs> wait to get can't wait. i'm i just can't wait for the model i mean i'll just go up to you the pose i want but i cannot i cannot wait for the model we'll, i assume we'll get the render in a, in a two weeks. weeks yeah exactly well, thank you very much. That was really good. And brilliant thanks, on, thanks for thank having us here. It's really you. cool. Thanks for the playtest yesterday. We will come up for more stuff in the future because it was really good. And yeah, we can't wait for more of your work. Thank you very so much. Thanks very much, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It's been fun. Okay. <laughs> Please do roll better. Yeah! yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Enjoy that. Can we say we? We can always talk about. Oh, it's a bit delayed, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not doing it. Oh, I've got to do it right now. Now you're gonna to need to edit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it now. Nine minutes twenty. Nine twenty. Choked on a million. Nine twenty. Fuck shit on millions. <laughs> <laughs> He's just shoving millions <laughs> in his mouth. He's a monster. What are millions? Is it a popping candy? No, they're just little chewy sweets. But you put like a like million of them in your mouth. Tiny circles of drumstick. As in like the sticky lolly drumstick. No, yeah. like like chicken. Drum one. I'll try one just for the. <laughs> just one. Get him one, please. I want one. Just give Barry a million. Jump. <laughs> Barry in one million is the way this is. Oh, there's a. It's chewy. Yeah. There's a certain fizz to it, a small fizz. Yeah, it's a, is this our after episode second? Yes, it, it is, is now. It's the cola flame of millions. I've that's got where some, the fizz is coming from. I've got, I've got some cherry ones. Oh, that's my, can I have Do one of each? One? Because then cherry cola. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh. This is how we do it. Hold on. I'm keeping this in my mouth so I don't swallow it so I can mix the two, share it. You, you can, <laughs> oh, damn it, you can always have great. another million. Yeah, but he's got, he's got a few. <laughs> Can I take this opportunity to open my bag of jelly beans so I don't like, mess up more of the recording? Oh, steady, steady. Do you steady. need some cola ones to balance it out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? I feel like a drug dealer. Oh. Go on, mix them up. Around the back of the same breeze. Tell me what it's like. Is it stuck on the, the back carrot? of the sweet shop, you mean? Oh, cunt. <laughs> you spilled your million? Yeah. Again. 
Well, John's got his millions all over the carpet. Really. The, I've got to say the colour one was a bit a bit fizzy, colourly. The cherry one, I feel like it was a bit. It's not really cherry, is it? I don't know. At the moment, I'm experiencing cherry cola. <laughs> but are you? But what if they're not cherry? See, I do it with Tang Fastics and the Coke bottles and the cherry bombs. Eat, eat some chilli as well. So that hey, 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 everyone, happy colas. Can't go wrong with John and sweets, mate. These jelly beans are shit. Yeah, that's because you bought... the I bought one pound jelly bean bag. You yeah. bought, no, you bought fucking News Agent Special jelly yeah, yeah. <laughs> They taste really nice for about half a second, then they taste like dust. <laughs> It's really fucking That's nasty. the same brand as you remember when we went up to Maidstone. Mm. That's what they sell at Jumpers in the newsagents. And I ate fucking three bags of them in the back of Barry's car and felt like shit. <laughs> yeah, they're really not very nice at all. Right. Roll better does not recommend. Sweet and And they don't give you a discount if you come second. <laughs> when we do the open room open mic at fucking Steamport, our scene con just bags of sweets everywhere. Yeah. I will. So I'll be, I, I think we should do that, by the way, as a real thing. Like, just set up the mic. Get a load of drinks in and just invite people to come over and sit around and chat shit with us. Love it. Hopefully I'll have my mini PC by then. Yes, that'd be great. Montage the shit out of it. So, should we get back to our season four chat?